0: Hello, everybody! Welcome to another episode of the Charge Shot Cast. I'm your host, Ben, aka the Marvelous Siggy. Don't pay attention to the camera if you're watching this on the VOD. Joining me is my man, who will join me on my mission to capture God, Justin.
1: Uh, which God are we? We're talking uh, Christian, Muslim, uh, Hindu. All uh, of the above. Greek, this is an woman,
0: RPG. This is an I mean, this is an RPG. Are we are we going love. God
1: of War on this? Like are we just killing We're, all of them? No,
0: no. capture them. We are capturing them humanely. I said what I said. Yeah, exactly. You hey, don't I'm know what happens to after we go in the balls. Who will be having our God our God decks? God decks uh cataloging our god decks. Tyler I'm not smart enough to catalogue God.
2: What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: Hey yeah, you can make you can create you decks out of your ass so i i imagine you can ca- you can create a catalog of various gods that we can capture They came out of my brain not my butt <laughs> uh we are the chargeback games cast we are a weekly video game podcast dedicated to the games we've been playing and the news we've been reading you know i'm really starting to enjoy the flow of that and of course <laughs> we are all playing pokemon uh legend of arceus but we will all save that for the end so right now we're going to go through what we've if we have been playing anything else besides legends or what is it pla Have PL, we everything plus but uh jason besides plus what have you been playing if anything at all
1: I can't call it PLA since I got a 3D printer, and, like, the, the name for, like, the plastic filament is PLA. So that's what filament. I think of with, with that. But anyway. Filament. Um, yes, I have been playing it a, a, a bit of Arceus, um, and we're also going to say it differently because I refuse to concede. Um, Listen, they're, they're
0: made of creatures. It doesn't matter how you pronounce them. <laughs> oh, it does. It does to fans. Oh. Real fans. Well, care. I'm going to say this to you Pokemon fans. Get bent. Y'all are fucking... Y'all are weird. <laughs> um, and and not even the, the porn ones. The porn ones are fine. It's the, it's the normal ones that are the weird ones. I up. have a quick question. But besides-
2: Is there anyone in the Pokemon world that are atheists? Because if there are, they would see Arceus and immediately get canceled. <laughs> I mean, you can't be, right?
1: Like, there's I mean, multiple gods in that universe, and you can catch I'm them. I'm pretty sure mean, there's do, at do, least do, that okay. one guy...
0: This should probably be a discussion of itself, but do the legendaries count as gods? Some of them do. Yeah, some of them
1: specifically say
0: that, like... I mean, they don't call them gods, but... Yeah, they're definitely... Okay, that'll be... We should save that. Well, it's just, like, (laughs) Greek and
1: Roman, like, you know, gods and goddesses are... I guess are technically called gods and goddesses in, in like, you know, lore. But I don't imagine they were going around, like, Yes, I'm god. They're just like, no, I'm, I'm like, a dope, like, you know, demi-human... That created the skies. Like it's not a big deal.
0: Yeah, it's whatever, dog. Um, But but anyway,
1: yeah. So we'll 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 get to that. Um, I have some thoughts, and it's probably different than your thoughts.
3: Oh boy! But (laughs) of course, let the Um, discourse
1: begin. Aside from that, since you know that didn't come out until Friday, um, I actually haven't been playing too much else. Um, Mm. Again, kind of dabbling in some uh, uh, Pokemon Diamond. Mm -hmm. Um. With the hype oh, leading boy. into PLE, I uh, still kind of wanted to try and beat that game in the in the interim. Um, I failed because the ice dungeon, or the ice gym sucks, and I Oof. got stuck on that puzzle and just stopped caring. Um, Why didn't you just look at YouTube walkthrough? Because I was like, I was laying on the couch like halfway through it, and I'm like, at this point, I wouldn't even know how to do it right. You know, like I'm I'm at a point where like I've cleared out some of them. So, I can't What really you are going follow. through right
2: now was nine year old me going through the ice cavern and uh, gold and silver. See, that didn't get me as much.
1: Something about <laughs> this,
2: like, I think it's because you get uh,
1: trainer battles in the middle. So, like, you can't just focus on where you need to go next. Whereas, like, the gold and silver caves, you can probably see the entire section in front of you, and you just boop, 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 boop. Yeah. But here, it's like, the space is bigger than what you can see, so you don't really know where you're going to land until you just take the leap.
2: You do know um, that there's a way to, like, uh, glitch yourself to uh, Candice's uh, uh, platform if you uh, walk di- diagonally up.
0: Yeah, but yeah. I also saw
1: that it can, like, break your game. Okay. So,
0: I didn't want to... It's probably worth a that, shot. <laughs> yep, I mean, the hardest choices require the strongest of wills as... My uh, Stan Thanos says, I should get a Stanos Thandy behind me just for that. You should call it Stanos. Stanos? Stanos! <laughs> Thanos! Just, just do that. Sorry! No JoJo for a the second. There you um, go. Thank you, Tyler.
1: But yeah, the probably what I've spent the most time with the last few days is actually um, Civ 6. Um, I talked about it oh, a little no. bit last week, but. Are you okay? Did you get water?
0: What? Did you go to the bathroom?
1: Oh, well, because, uh, yeah, a little yeah, bit. get it. Every now and okay. then. Um, so, I don't know. I've been in, like, a, just a weird funk. Um, and nothing, nothing says funk like spending hours taking over the world. Or Michael um, Jackson. Over the course of, you know, multiple millennia. <laughs>
3: um, so about. I was
1: playing with friends exclusively. Because I only really mm-hmm. enjoyed playing with friends. Because um, they could kind of help me. Like, whenever I had questions and we could just, you know, screw around and stuff. Um, and it was a team thing, so it was like three to four versus, you know, the rest of the city-states and everything. So it's like you kind of had some backup. Um, but I decided to do a solo game because none of them were free at the same time I was, and I wanted to play. Um, So I started up a solo game, what was it, like Wednesday, I think? Um, mm-hmm. And played through 500 turns um, and, like, quote-unquote, beat the the adventure i was doing uh earlier today like basically under a week i i ran through 500 turns of that game um so it was it's most of what i played last week like that is a lot of time uh, to spend if you figure even like if each round is you know 30 seconds to a minute like on average some of them are much longer especially towards the end when you have like 15 or 20 cities to juggle um, and you're, like, you know, at war with another civilization, trying to take them out, like, figuring out where all your troops are, which ones are wounded, and then also managing like, the um, the production and stuff in your other cities, like, they can take a very long time. Um, so, yeah, it was actually around, like, maybe two to three hours for every, like, 50 to 100 turns. Um... So, you know, multiply that by five, and that's how long it took me. Uh, it's a lot of turns. Yeah. And that's normal mode. One of my friends, like, refuses to play in anything other than marathon mode, which I think is 2,500 turns. Damn. Oh, no. Uh, so basically, like, every turn is a year. um, Because it goes from, like, the... No, not a year. It goes from BC to, like, 2,500 AD. Um so i don't know exactly how i think it's like 10 years a turn maybe instead of like
2: so what 100. you're saying is every battle is the standard length of a typical dragon ball z fight
3: uh-huh.
2: yes <laughs> i
1: don't totally understand what that means but yes let's just let's just go with yes um so yeah i kept it pretty simple for my first like solo game but um i did have a lot of fun i'd never actually gone like from beginning to end so it was my first time seeing some of like the late game troops and stuff you get like in the you know in the modern era and even like the futuristic era since it does go past our civilization um and like especially towards the end you uh you get the ability to create you know obviously you have to power your cities at a certain point in order to get like the high you know high tier um improvements and so you go from like coal to oil to nuclear um and then you can also, like, add in wind and uh, uh, solar and, like, hydroelectric power sources. Um, they all create varying, varying amounts of CO2 in the world, um, which can affect the, uh, the flood levels. So, like, if you have, you know, mostly um, uh, ocean side cities and you don't put up flood walls, like, your entire city might get drowned by the end of the game because the, you know, the water level rises across the entire world. Um and essentially like negates certain tiles of the of the map and it's that's kind of cool. Um, the way they you know put global warming into the game. Um, and then you also like you get you know legit like military troops. Like you go from just cavemen with clubs to like tanks and uh like jet bombers. Um, and you can even invest in nuclear power. Uh, To create, like, essentially WMDs uh, to drop on your enemies. Um, Which I wasn't able to do, actually. I had about uh, 35 to 40 turns left when I, like, quote-unquote, beat the game. Um, Essentially took down Rome, uh, which was my last combatant. Um,
0: Hail Caesar, Emperor of Rome.
1: Yeah, I I killed Rome with a a giant mechanized uh, warbot, which was pretty dope. Um, Are you
0: sure that you're not playing an anime game and you're playing <laughs> Civilization
1: Six. I mean, it kind of becomes a little anime by the end with the, with the um, upgradable mechs you can create. Um, yeah, so unfortunately I didn't get to get to uh, nuclear uh, powers. I had the bomber, but I couldn't arm up nukes because I didn't have any uh, researched yet. But yeah, you start like um, you start grabbing like uranium to uh to keep your robot running like it, it uses like its own resource to maintain itself and like your jets and stuff use oil to maintain themselves so you have to have these regular sources of them to um to function and stuff um and then like you can uh research various like space race techs um so like one of the goals to win the game like if you if you're not the type to just take over the world you know through force Um, You can win through other ways, like religious, uh, like essentially spreading your own religion across the entire world. Um, Which I didn't do because I wasn't able to make a religion. I'm not sure why. Um, So I just cleared out everyone
2: else. You don't have enough squandered money. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, I I, I really wanted to make the the religion of Arceus um, a reality, but...
2: Man, everyone knows that the religion of Giratina is much superior so you say that one different, too. I say Giratina. Giratina? Um, Tamata, my friend.
0: Wait, how do you say it? Giratina. I've never heard anyone say Giratina. It's Giratina. The gear... Because it, it's a gear. Yeah. Like,
2: well, I guess somebody here is W wrong. Yeah, you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's what wrong? Jeez. There you go. Thank this, you. That's, that's how you say it in the, in the uh, delusional... What is it called? The delusional world? that is from? The Distortion World. Distortion oh, World. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. also I
2: have like, the same should... discussion for Howrong uh, uh, and Tekken. Is it Howrong or Huarang?
0: Yeah, probably Huarang. Anyways, sorry. Tangent. Yeah. <laughs> so, um,
1: I wanted to, to put everything into science and, like, just be the first to Mars, which is a, a thing, like, kind of a win condition you can do. Um, but Rome was already beating me in the space race, so I figured I'll just kill Rome. <laughs> And I didn't know that that would just, like, win the game. I thought that, like, I would take out all the adversaries um, and then just basically, like, grind out the rest of my turns, you know, taking over the world, essentially. Like, seeing the spoils of my victory. Um, And technically you can do that. Like, whenever you get to the victory screen, there's a one more turn button that'll just kick you back into the game. But, like, I already won. Like, I thought there would be more to it after you, you know, like, do essentially a military uh, succession of the world. Um, so that was a little strange, but it was, it was jarring. Cause like I was kind of slowly taking out the other cities that, um, that Peter, I forget the, the guy in Rome, um, like the, you know, leader there, uh, what his name is, but
2: his name is Roman, ironically.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was taking out his cities, like converting them. Cause I was like, you know, really close to him. And every time I'd convert one, I'd, like, move my troops over into that space and kind of, you know, go in further from there. Um, And I thought I had to take over all of them. He had, like, probably 15 cities across two continents. Um, So I was just kind of clearing out Rome on my way. And then I guess because Rome's the capital, it, like, deleted him from the game. And I won. Um, You know, it is what it is. But now I know and I can go in, like, a little bit uh, more knowledgeable for the next run because like, like I said I'd never played the end game stuff so I didn't really know what, how to prepare my civilization for late game um and I ended up having like a ton of like just outdated troops and stuff way into the modern age um, cuz I just didn't have the resources to you know prepare for some of that stuff like the uranium and things like that um but yeah it's a really good game um I actually just got it on PC on the Steam sale um because I've got some other friends to play on there so that way like you know, if my my PlayStation friends that only play at, like, 2 in the morning uh, on weeknights, if I never get to play with them, at least I can, you know, pull up a game on PC. Um, and I'm kind of curious, like, how it controls differently. Because it maps well to a controller, but some of the, like, movement around the map is a little jank. Um, but uh, that's mostly it, honestly, uh, since we're not talking about Arceus. Um yeah, it's been kind of a light week. I haven't really felt like doing much of anything. So it's been a lot of, like, laying on the couch, um, playing Pokemon, like, casually
2: uh, while watching something or whatever. Cool. So, Tyler? Uh, I actually have a bit of a packed week this week for one, some, uh, one of these shows. Um, I got a bit further in Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Um, I've gotten through most of the Android arc at this point. Um It starts off, obviously, with uh, the confrontation with Androids 19 and 20, uh, who, if you're familiar with the source material, are a huge joke when it comes to the Z-Fighters, aside from Goku, who's pretty much just going through a heart attack at this point, either from the heart virus or too much bacon, depending on your interpretation. (laughs) Uh, And then Trunks comes back and tells you that these aren't the Androids that kill us in the future it's uh, Android 17 and 18 who promptly give Vegeta the biggest ass whooping ever and uh, then we learn about the bio Android from the future named cell who's going around eating people with his butt because um, he needs the power to um, achieve his perfect form Excuse and me? you know it, it's pretty it's pretty much uh, how beat for beat how it goes in the show the only he needs other butt thing- power yes exactly thats He needs that perfect butt power in order to become uh, more powerful. But anyway, um, there is one scene that's a bit different from the original source material. Uh, When Piccolo fights Cell for the first time, he absorbs his arm, and uh, Piccolo leads him on into spilling the beans about who he is and where he came from while um, feigning uh, being too injured to fight anymore. They don't really do that in this one. He's just, like... Yep. Uh, you're about to kill me anyway Why don't you tell me everything about you And Cell's just like Okay So yeah that was a bit weird But you know limitations of hardware Whatever And uh, I am up to the point Where uh, Cell is now perfect He has absorbed both 17 and 18 At this point and has announced The Cell games And um, there's a portion of the game Where you're Questions. Just,
0: What's up Was the cutscene of Android of Sal absorbing 18 as weird as it was in the show? Um, it, they actually fully
2: animate the one where he absorbs 17, and that's pretty accurate, but when he absorbs 18, uh, it's just, uh, using the character models, and it's not as graphic as, uh, that previous one, honestly. Yeah. It's, I don't I really don't understand don't, why they don't Google that don't, that don't
0: Google that because you're gonna go down a rabbit hole you may or may not want to go down, trust me. Do not look up Solv rule Thirty Four, trust me on that one.
2: Not, anyway, even that. Not,
0: not even not even that. It's just don't look up that scene. Just, just don't.
2: <laughs> uh him turning into his perfect form in the anime is a, one of the better transformation sequences, but you know, that's just whatever. So there's a portion in the game where you're pretty much just uh, setting up uh, yourself uh, in the 10 days before the cell games. And uh, there's a point uh, uh, within those nine days where Gohan is uh, visiting Android 16, who is being repaired at the point. Uh, Something that isn't shown in the original source material, by the way. And they become friends after uh, expressing their um, mutual affection for animals and not fighting. And I think that's a neat scene. That's something that they really should have expanded upon in the original, considering what happens at the end of the cell games. But that's neither here nor there. I do love the added stuff that they put in for this game, as I mentioned before. And uh that's pretty much it for Kakara. Um I have played a bit of Arceus, uh, but you know, we're gonna be saving that for the end, so I'll save my thoughts on uh for there. I have played a bit more Master Duel, although not as much as last week. Um, Right now, I just finished building my Red Dragon Archfiend deck, which is pretty nutty, all things considered. Uh, It's really hard to explain, but you would have to see it in action just to see how it fares. The one thing I will divulge on it is that it runs um, monsters known as Kaijus. And Ben, you'll like this. Uh, Mm. Kaijus are a new archetype that are... Pretty much based on um, uh, Japanese monsters. Like, there's one based off Godzilla, there's one based off Gamera, there's one for Mothra, one for Kamunga of all things. They're pretty neat. Um, And uh, one of the big strats of the deck is uh, Kaiju's whole gimmick is that you tribute a monster on the other side, the opponent's side of the field, and you special summon that monster to their field. And then you can special summon another kaiju from your hand that's different from the one that they own, and they have to fight each other. It's pretty rad. But yeah, that's uh, Master Duel. I made it up to Platinum uh, in the online ranking, so that was cool until I got up to uh, some of the sweatier guys that are also Platinum. Um, There was one match that was noteworthy when I made it there. Uh, There was a dude that was setting up this big convoluted combo on turn one, spending three minutes special summoning monsters, sending shit to the graveyard, all that stuff. When it came to my turn, I activated one card that board wiped him, and right at and right after I made that move, he gave up. <laughs> it was pretty funny, and I actually have it saved, so... Coward. And not even. It was just one thing, and it's just like... Now fuck this! You, uh, I had my fun. I'm out of here. <laughs> but yeah, the the only other game I played this week is uh, Guilty Gear Strive because the new DLC character, uh, who is an old vintage character from OG Guilty Gear, uh, has been added to the game recently. It's Baikin, the badass uh, one-armed swordsman lady, and she is. Actually, really fun in this one. A lot easier to understand compared to like earlier iterations, where her main gimmick was countering uh, wall blocking. Basically, the Alpha counter, if you played Street Fighter Alpha, uh, she doesn't really have that here. Uh, she has one com- uh, one command counter, but that's really about it. Otherwise, she's using the grappling hook to like lure the enemy close. There's a new tether that binds you close to your opponent so you can get in, like, slashes. Uh, she still has the tatami mat, which is her go-to projectile attack. There's the off-the-ground anti-air uh, sword slash. She's just really fun to play. And it's also um, it's also noted that she still has a really solid design, um, almost completely unchanged from when she was in uh, Exart Rev 2. Uh, aside from the bigger, floofier hair. But yeah, I'm really enjoying my time with uh, Biken in this game. I'm gonna learn more how to play her uh, along down the road. But uh, yeah, other than that, and Arceus, that's really about it.
0: All right, thank you. Okay, so uh, to quote everybody, as I said, I would. I did download Master Duel, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. I had was gonna stream. Uh, I had streamed The Outer Worlds, unfortunately I was feeling way more tired than I was and I ended the stream, I, only, I think I streamed less than an hour because it was just like happening too much. Oh, and I'm unfortunately, tired. then like, like a fucking typical person like me, uh, you try to fall asleep, then you can't fall asleep. And that's some shit. Um, and so I downloaded, I had downloaded Master Jewel already, but I was like, fuck it, let me just play it. And I did play it. Learning okay, basic shit, and um, I chose the sync the link deck because I figured <laughs> I didn't want to be basic big dragon because you fuckers would have come after him and like all oh, look at Ben to staying. With I wouldn't say anything. So, you mean like um, the
1: the deck I chose? Yeah, thanks. Well,
0: this isn't this is in context with referring to me, not you. Um, and I so mean, like he's dope. staying with it. He's staying in his own lane. So I figured choosing the uh, more crazier deck, the link summoning shit that I don't know anything about. Figured fuck it, go crazy. And I just immediately loaded up a game, and, you know, so I, again, maybe it's because I'm not used to how how the PC version is or anything like that, but I didn't have a problem. I mean, sometimes some of the load, like, frame rate would drop to, like, crazy uh, in between load screens. But it it didn't really bother me too much. Um, I won my first game, um, and it was really interesting in how I did it. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I don't know what's in that deck. I don't know how to link summon. Um, luckily, the game is actually very helpful in like telling you, like, hey, you can do this now. Like, an aura will start glowing. Um, like, basically telling you, like, this is an option available to you now. You can use it. Um, I think at one point I linked summon this uh, Gaius mecha soldier thing. I don't know what it was. Uh, unfortunately, it only lasted a turn because my opponent had this card that, like, I think tributes. I don't know. It, it got rid of it really, really fast, and it annoyed the hell out of me. But I somehow fucking won. Um it, nice. it, seemed to, it seemed to take a long time, and then I didn't play the rest of the night. I looked like I fell asleep, and then I played it again, and I got bodied in two turns in my next game. I haven't touched it since. I'm like, well, there it is. I'm <laughs> And sorry. it's just, there it is. It's just like, I don't think it's a bad game, I'm not going to sound like an old crotch. I just do not have the mental patience to try to learn this game with so many... Mechanics and like again playing with you guys—that's different. That is very yeah. different. I will happily play with you guys because uh, I know that's one thing. But to uh, I do not have against randos progress. that uh, pretty much poured uh, hundreds of millions of dollars
2: in this game, as well as a whole bunch of more time than you would ever
0: consider putting in. That's yeah. a whole different ballpark. Like I think visually the game looks cool. Um, I like the presentation of it's really really nice. Uh, I like that you can read your opponent's cards and you know, like see all the effects while the time, while like while it's paused, while it's during the turn. There's a lot of quality of life stuff that I really do appreciate, and I think the product for being a free to play game is actually really nice. And it doesn't really feel that predatory because normally mm-hmm. sometimes with these free to play games, it can feel predatory, but it really doesn't. So uh, uh, I don't know if I'll go back um, unless it's playing with you guys. I even talked about Tyler doing a stream where he helps me construct the deck and we play a game. So we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah. Don't know when we're gonna I'll do be it, help. but because um, you know, that's the one thing I, I, I absolutely despise is deck building because I'm sh- I've always been shit at it I've never had anybody teach me how to do it like how to balance it um, and it's kind of led me to despise any kind of deck building in, in, in anything um, but uh, but overall good product like, I'm, I'm not dismissing the product I'm just like I am too old it's my birthday this week. Um, I'm sorry, I'm talking about that way too much. Um, I'm old, and, and my knowledge goes to a lot of other things besides a card game I played back in 2004. Uh, besides that, uh, Banjo-Kazooie, I am pleased to tell you, I have really enjoyed this. Uh, I um, Maybe some Banjo-Kazooie super fan who's probably a furry um, can pick out nitpicks of this version of the game, but I can't. Um, I have completed... Well, I guess you'd say 99% complete because I didn't find the two uh, health extensions in each level, um, but I did find all the Jinjos and I did find all the Jiggies um, and, uh, and all the notes in both nice. the o- first world, which is easy, and Clanker's Cabin, which is not as easy because there was a point where I was like, where the fuck do I find this last, this last um, uh, Jiggy? And it was Clanker's other tooth. I, I, I was like, where can it be? And then I looked like, wait a minute, hold on, wasn't I on that platform to get into the first place? And then it, you needed to shoot his other tooth thaw- off. That's what I was missing. Um, and I thought Clicker's Cavern was a lot bigger than I remember it being. It is relatively small uh, in comparison to what I remember it being. But still, the, and I don't think this is like uh, Switch jankiness. Uh, God, that's, the swimming underwater were. Going through the chain is not bad, like releasing Clanker. It's trying to collect the notes sucks because when Banjo wants to swim, he fucking will miss everything uh, if you're not like precision swimming. But unfortunately, because you're precision swimming, precision swimming, uh, <laughs> you <laughs> you can you can miss it, and then you can also miss the fish that gives you the bubbles, and then you're gonna die. So I use I was smart. And like basically loaded up a save point every time I was close to losing out of air if I couldn't hit the fish, so just to save myself some agony. But I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I was about to go into Bubble Goose Swamp until Pokemon came out, so I'm I'm planning to basically keep uh keep it like at like maybe my work game or my night game or something. But I do want to play this game and beat this game because it's it's legit fun. Like it's and uh, oh and um the other one the Cove the Beach Cove with the shark I, I did that one too, so hmm. I did three levels. Uh, that one's really fun. That one's way bigger than I remember. I was like, oh, yeah, it even goes all the way up and everything. I remember all that stuff. Yeah, it's
2: stuff. the one where it teaches you how to fly. That's my
0: yeah, favorite. It's, level. It's, yeah, it's really good. Great. That's possibly the not, the least dumb-sounding music uh, <laughs> of the entire soundtrack so far because it's like... like, it's actually, it, feels like beach, it actually feels like beach music versus <laughs> like I'm watching a dumb Saturday Night Mar- car- cartoon. Until you get chased stuff. by the shark, in which case it just becomes fucking Jaws. Yeah, dun, dun, oh my god, that was the scariest thing back then, it's still terrifying now, just yes. like, boom, 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 and you can't see him, it's great, so, so far... i like how the music just, like, I, it just changes, like, there's oh, no transition great. or anything, just
3: do, 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 do,
0: do, like, ah! Yeah, exactly, it's, it's, it's really fun, and I know that's, that son of a bitch comes back in a later level, so I'm not looking forward to that, um, yeah, uh, and bes- I think now we'll go ahead and talk about Arceus before we switch to the news, uh, because we will be talking about um pokemon later but i think right now since we we ended we didn't talk about Arceus, so the time is a little bit short so let's go ahead and go around the table raw first with justin un unpolished thoughts pokemon Arceus so of what you've played oh uh, question have we all gotten past the first quote-unquote boss that do you want me to name or not i'm at that okay so i've just a little bit past that
2: uh, the biggest thing that I fought is the first, uh, mandatory, uh, big Pokemon. Like, th- one of the shadowy figures.
0: The is, the... is it the bug? Alpha? It's the bug. Okay. Yeah, oh, it's the yeah, so, oh. Thank you. Okay, so you're, you're a little bit behind us.
2: Yeah. I haven't been playing it that much.
0: Okay, so, Wait, raw the, thoughts... The, The bug... Cricketune, it's Cricketune. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, the alpha, right? Gotcha. I'm gonna go. I love I love Cricketune's cry. It's so great. Um, raw thoughts, Justin. Pokemon Legends Arceus, go. Um, I don't love it. <laughs> like it's Saw it's it's interesting,
1: and Damn. Damn, I enjoy taught, uh, some aspects of it. Up. Hey, you said raw thoughts. I enjoy some aspects of it, but in general, I don't love it. Um, it's one that I'm finding hard to pick up. (laughs) If, like, you know, they always say, like, oh, I can't put it down. Like, I'm struggling to pick it up. Um, I'll play for, you know, 10, 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, cool. Move on to something else. And then I'll come back to it. Um, like, I don't just sit down and, like, play it for long spans. And maybe part of that's just because I've been in the mood for Civ more this weekend. Um, but, like, I run around I, you know, throw my balls at things. Um, I gather resources. And then I wonder, like, if there's more. <laughs> so far, at least. Um, yeah. I really like the changes they've made. Like, the kind of the updates. Like, the battle system is very good. I love just, mm-hmm. like, toggling to whichever Pokemon I want to send out. Like, there's no question of, like, oh I gotta waste a turn. Like, switching out, you know, because whatever this wild is that I just ran into, like, I gotta switch out to something that's better against it. It's like, you know what you're running into. And Mm -hmm. if you choose to fight that thing, you can send out exactly what you need to send. And it just takes out a lot of the guesswork. Especially trying to, like, catch some of the the meaner ones. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, I can just immediately throw out my loon, put it to sleep, and I'm like, okay, cool. Good start. I'll catch it now. Beat his
0: ass, beat his ass, beat his ass.
1: Yeah. Um, Or if I just want to kill something, like... You know throw out a, a super effective and it's probably gone in, in one round um and I like to just like you know whenever I initiate a combat I'll just kind of like run around the field like as they're attacking just because there's that freedom of movement and I'm like yeah I can do this like it feels dynamic um but I'm not a big fan of the crafting system um I've even like expanded my uh my satchel a little bit and I still feel like I never have room for everything um and maybe part of that's on me, but like, even when I put things in the, the camp storage, um, I go out and immediately find more of that thing. So it's like, I'm not really clearing out any space. I wish that I could toggle on something where like, whenever I hit a resource, it automatically goes to uh, goes to the storage. Because like, when you get mm-hmm. full, it'll say like, you can't pick that up. You know, you you're out of satchel space. And I'm like, I didn't even know that. Like, what is all this stuff that I just filled up with? I just got back from the camp. Um, so it could just be I'm, like, hoarding items, and I, that's not the way I should be playing. But, like, I want to go out, you know, do the things I need to do, and come back to camp when I'm ready. I don't want to feel like I have to constantly go back and forth because I just don't have enough space. Um, and it's just, it, there's so many resources out there that like, unless you go out with a plan of like, I need this to make this, so I'm gonna go just get these things it's like, you're never gonna have enough room for it all um and I mean, the game is ugly like, I don't I I imagine not many people would disagree with that um, it's got some some pretty set pieces like, I think the town looks really nice um, and some of the indoor areas definitely have a lot more detail to them but just exploring the world does not feel great uh, because, I mean, I'm having performance issues, even with how low-res everything is. Um, And it's not all the time, but, like, especially I just got the first uh, ride Pokemon that, like, you know, you can run around and it chugs whenever you're, like, dashing across the field with this guy. Um, And I can see the resolution tank. Um... Because I got that when I was playing on my TV. It looks better in a handheld mode, in general. Like, it's a game that I prefer to play handheld. But docking it and trying to run around, like, at a decent speed, it does not look good. Um, so a lot of the novelty is, like, the way it updates the formula. As far as, like, the way battles work, the way you can engage Pokemon the way you want, like, in their natural habitats. You know, sneaking around, throwing out a ball, trying to catch them. Um, or, like, you know, getting seen and, like, panicking, trying to run away or throw out a Pokemon real quick to attack it. Like, that kind of stuff is really cool. And it's, like, what I always imagined Pokemon being. I just think... In Game Freak's hands, you know, they... They have their reputation of, like, a bare minimum type thing. And this is their first time, like, actually doing something new that, like, really evolves the franchise in a new way. And, you know... Ten, fifteen years, um, and I think in someone else's hands, maybe it would be better. Um, I don't know if it's their fault or not, but I also think that like maybe the switch just wasn't the right time
0: for something like this. Probably. Um, I mean, because performance, I don't, think, I don't, I don't think that is at all. Because look at, there's plenty of other games. I, I, I'll point to the game that shares this similar game's mantra monster hunter which is running on a much on an engine that really shouldn't be running on switch yeah and that game is granite, texture wise it's not great but it runs and looks a lot better than this game and even breath of the wild Fair. looks better than this game it's i think it's a lot of the fact that it could be effort it could be the fact that they're not they're not the gameplay chronicles themselves. 2 looks
2: better than this and that came out in 2017 mm-hmm.
0: yeah it, yeah
2: there's
1: there was some issues there had to have been some issues getting this game made um, because it shouldn't look like this. Like even if you argue, you know, it's got it's got more Pokemon, like more things they had to code in, and blah blah blah. Like they drastically pared down the Pokédex. They drastically pared down the moves list. They cut like you know, hold items, mega evolutions, like basically every like innovation that's happened to the series over the years is gone. There's no breeding, not none of that. Um, so like they cut a lot to show us this new kind of f- form of gameplay and it still looks bad. Um, and to be clear, I'm not saying like I'm I'm mad about all those cuts. I actually kind of like it for the most part. Um, I never really cared about a lot of the gimmicks that the Pokemon series has added. And it feels nice to be paired back, especially the, uh, the um, moves, because like pretty much every move in the game is important. It's not just like the the elemental variants variants of various things and, like, you know, moves that essentially do the same thing but have a different name, that kind of stuff. Um, every move in there feels like it has a purpose and, like, there's also very, like, nice, unique animations. Like, the Pokemon actually make contact with each other whenever they fight. <laughs> um, you're not seeing the, the dumb, like, static tail wag with tail whip and that kind of thing. Um,
2: or, like, shooting water gun out of Weasel's ass.
1: Right. Like, they put a lot of detail into that stuff. And that's what I'm, that's why I'm praising the combat, especially with, like, the strong style and agile style and that kind of thing. Like, there's a lot of depth there. But just exploring the world, ugh, I, don't, I don't like it very much. And maybe it'll be different with, you know, as I get more of these um, these traversal Pokemon that kind of, like, yeah. help make it easier to just get to where you want to go. But, like, I want to enjoy the exploring like I want to go around and find everything, you know, like try to actually complete the pokédex which is the goal of the game. But having to go back to the camp and then basically leave straight out of there. Like I can't, you know, teleport back to exactly where I was or anything like that. Um, I can teleport to the camp, but then I still have to like just walk back out to where I was. Um, it just starts to get tedious exploring and I'm only, you know, a few hours in so i don't know if it 's going to get less tedious or not,
0: like if there's more uh, to do i I could tell you when you because you 're not far from getting the ride Pokemon that I makes did. Traversing I, I said a that. lot oh okay well i I found it when I used it it made going from point to pe a lot faster, but
1: sure faster although it's still um it looks worse um going fast, but I did enjoy the little like balloon popping game
0: when you get it. I haven't done it. I have I have it but I didn't do it yet. Oh okay. Um, I'm just
2: imagining the Chocobo race from Final Fantasy X now that you say that. Uh it's better than that. <laughs> yeah, anything is. Yeah. But I don't know. Like
1: I'm I'm somewhat invested in the actual story. Um because I think like the you know, the character animations and the way they interact with each other and stuff is nicely done. Um and like I said, I like the way you interact with the world and stuff. But I just don't really find the actual um, progression of the game very engaging. Outside of the bare minimum of like, you know, you fell from the sky and we need you to go do this. And like, I'm curious. It's basically
2: an isekai at this point.
1: Yeah. I'm curious like when the other shoe is going to drop. And like it it like clicks with me. Um, But right now it just kind of feels like going through the motions to find the thing that's going to hit, like hook me. Um, and maybe part of that's because, like, I haven't really found any of the, you know, new forms of Pokemon or anything like that yet, so it really just feels like I'm just catching the same things over and over again just to fill the Pokedex. Um. So many Bidoofs. Yeah. But, like, when the side quests essentially are boiled down to catch this Pokemon and show it to me, like, over and over again, there's not, it doesn't seem like there's a lot else to it, maybe. I don't know. I'm being, like, extra critical. Because, like I said, I'm still early on and it just hasn't hooked me. But I do want to like it. Like, I wouldn't have got it if I didn't think that, you know... Like, every th- the, the things I'd heard mostly from the leaks, not the official news. Um, if I didn't think the stuff would, like, appeal to me. But just early on... uh, I don't know. I'm not grabbed.
2: Fair. Tyler. Alright, so I also had a bit of time, albeit probably not as much as you guys, but uh, my thoughts on this game are a bit more neutral, honestly. Um, I don't think it's that terrible looking, although I haven't really gotten as far enough to get the ride Pokemon yet, so I honestly haven't seen any of the tank frame rates or anything. But for what what this is, like a 3D Pokemon game that's open world, I don't think it looks that bad, honestly, but you know, that's that's pending right now. Uh, I'll wait until next week when my thoughts change dramatically, but that remains to be seen. Um, the way that you catch Pokemon in this game is interesting, I think. Uh, just being able to manually aim your ball and just throw it at Mons in the wild is a neat idea, although if you know me, uh, you probably know that my least favorite thing in Pokemon games is actually catching Pokemon because <laughs> my luck is always garbage. And yeah, you, usually uh, in, in these games I have a really bad time catching the Pokemon I want to get. And granted, it's I'm still an early game, so I don't know if it's, uh, if any of the catch rates change dramatically, uh, depending on how far into the game you get. But I've been having a pretty easy time catching dudes, whether mm-hmm. it's with a raw ball or weakening them in battle. Although I haven't been able to uh, catch some Pokemon, which is a bit disappointing. Um, there was one instance uh, where before we started, uh, I actually saw a Raptor in the distance. Mm-hmm. And uh, if something is way too far apart, it only shows them like moving at like two or three frames a second. I yeah. thought that was pretty hilarious. I noticed that so, too. Kind of like um, like an old movie prop or something
1: mm-hmm. yeah, I will uh, say real quick that I, I like on the note of of you know catch rates and stuff, I think mostly like if you hit the Pokemon and it's not you know angry or anything like that, like you're yeah. probably going to catch it. But I just wish like the little quality of life things, like there's a lot of them that I can go into another week when I've had more time with it. Um, but a little quality of life thing would be to have like an actual arc on on your throw. Because it's hard to tell if it's going to be too far away or anything like that when you throw it. Yeah.
3: That's
1: part um, of the problem well, of uh,
0: me
2: catching mons.
0: Generally, if you, when you hold the ZL button, you're, unless you're using the heavy ball, your, your, your Pokeball is going to be pretty close. That's, that's from my personal experience.
1: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, There's different types of balls that have different like arcs or whatever. So I think just the easy way to show those would be to just put a little indicator whenever you like aim your reticle...
2: Yeah, like if you're locked on or something. Yeah. It's a simple thing. Yeah, Yeah, there are points where I could have sworn that uh, my aim is right on the mark. And when I throw my ball, it's either too far or too short. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kicking myself every single time. Like, fuck, how did I not get that? Yeah. But yeah, uh, there are some things that I actually do like. Like um, evolving, for example. Um, Mm. You can actually uh, toggle when you can actually trigger it. Uh, If your Pokemon reaches a specific level, they don't just automatically evolve like they do in the other games. You can just go in the menu and just uh, decide whether or not they evolve or not, and that's pretty cool. I do like that at the very least, being able to choose at your leisure whether you want your mons to change or not.
1: And the evolution is just metal.
2: Yeah, it is. Like, it's Uh, the best
1: evolution screen we've ever gotten.
2: Absolutely. That is indisputable at that point. Uh But yeah, uh, aside from the story, obviously I'm not too far into it yet, as I said before. So, uh, my thoughts are pending. Fingers crossed that I'll enjoy this game more than I currently am, so who knows.
0: Oh boy, okay. Uh, I love it. Um, I don't think that's a surprise. This was easily a game I was looking forward to. And I won't lie, I had some trepidation maybe the day before, like, well, what if it does suck? You know, like, you always think about that games you're looking forward to, like, what if it's not good? What if it, like, the lackluster feel? And I, unfortunately, I did not get to play a lot of it until today. Today was, like, the lot most I put into it because work or sleepiness or mm-hmm. uh, uh, stream obligations with, uh, or stream things with uh, Thomas and then the Royal Rumble. So, I was, like, I didn't really get a chance to do any of it until, like, I, I played a little bit, but today I really got to stick my teeth in it and like I loved exploring in it I couldn't help like to me this was like it it felt like what Pokemon should be just going out there and just wandering I kept expecting when like the game would tell you like here's the quest marker I fully kept expecting the game to tell me don't go over there Go back your ass over here, but you don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't. You can literally go for the most part. There's certain points where like it's cut off because you don't have the Pokemon like the I think the river unless there's a, am not looking at the map clearly enough. But like because you can drown in water. Um. Uh. I. I. I just kept going. There was a point where after right before I got to like the first big boss segment. Um. I found this fucking cave to the side. I'm like, wait, what is this? And I kept going. I kept going, and then I found Machamps there. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll come it. back here. I'll will come back later. Like, it's I'm not gonna tell you where it's at because I'm. That, you that's entered Gourl's lair. Um y'all gotta y'all <laughs> gotta find it. Um, oh, no, that's but cool. I get, but like, I was like, I, like to me, I like just like finding a Pokemon and like um and just and just seeing them in the wild is enough, is like pretty much enough for me to establish how much the wild areas and Sword and Shield were uh, and uh, and their expansions really did it for me. And like that was like that's what I want. And this is what it's giving me. Um i do i don't mind the side quest i like it because it's it, it, it's basically it's stuff i can do while i'm out there doing the main quest um like it's not something obtrusive or like you know or something like that um and but like, i have to I tell just, when i talk to them like i already have what they need so i just yeah and in that boom there you go quest done so i i see it as a positive i was like i already did the thing here you go here's the thing very xenoblade um, these side quests yeah. Um, well, yeah, and like I, like I just love it. Um, it, it like it's, it's, and especially once I started going and just finding. I remember uh, there was this one uh, earlier today. I was just uh, I fell down the cliffs, like literally. Uh, that's the only thing I wish this. I wish this game had a jump button. Like mm-hmm. that's the, like if I could yeah. have a criticism. Uh, it's like I, it feels weird not to have access to a jump unless you're on the ride Pokemon who you can jump with. Um, but, uh, like, I, I was, I tumbled down the side of the cliff, like, oh shit, there's Paris here! Oh shit, it's attacking me! And then I see fucking, uh, um, Paris and that, you don't understand, like, the sizes of some of these fuckers are huge. There's, there's mm-hmm. plenty of, of alphas out You're there. You're being attacked by a giant dead plant. Exactly. Um, and it's, it's just like... Holy shit! Um, and I'm thinking, I got this, and it's like level forty. I think uh, minor spoiler, but the first alpha you technically see is if you go off. If you go off to main path of it, is a level thirty or forty. And uh, uh, I don't. I think it's a ponytail. I don't even think it's a rapid dash, and it's huge. No, it's a rapid it's, dash because it's got the horse. Okay, I don't remember. I was. I just saw it was big, and I ran the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, like that alone made me go okay, and just. I just kept wandering and just like, what if I go here? And I fucking caught a, a, like, I understand, like, the cynicism of, like, I already caught these before, but I'm like, to me, Pokemon catching never gets old. I will get excited in seeing a Pokemon I have caught a hundred different times. I have caught Scyther in almost every game is available, and same with some of these other, some of these other uh, character, other, other monsters. But I still get excited, and in the fact that they're just wandering. When I saw Cyther, because I, I knew it's uh, Huison form, Sui form is in it. I didn't know Cyther itself was in the game, so I'm like, I saw Cyther, I'm like, oh, you can never get a Scyther this early in a pokemon game so i got excited um and i caught it and he's he's my boy like i love my choppy chop samurai dude um i just found him too like after you said you caught one i was like oh there he yeah. is <laughs> yeah and then like i found the mossy rock that lets allows eevee to become uh um oh, no, uh in. leafeon so i'm like shit have I you found get an Leafe- eevee no no i've not found any eevees yet i but found one that, and i missed it the it fact that away. um I've seen Abra, like, I, I was <laughs> like, that. that's what I love about this game is, like, that tells me there's shit hiding somewhere and that's where, the, to me, the adventure and the true heart of the game lies, like, yeah, the Cyclops movie lackluster, yeah, the graphics suck, but it's just that goal, once I'm out in the field, and I was worried like, is it gonna be that big? Now, it's not super big, but it's big enough i would say it's about as big as like the monster hunter rise map like some of those maps it's not that it's about that big maybe not as as deep but definitely in terms of like space it's to me it's about that big um so like i was just wandering this right side of the mountainside of your second base cliff and like i see something on the corner like what the fuck was that and it's an average it's fucking teleporting i can't catch it yet Mm -hmm. Uh, I, i was too slow um, I was, like, just floating around. Like, where the hell did you come from? Um, and also, I love that multiple Pokemon can attack you at once. So, yeah. like, I started to attack the Zubat, and then the Geodude... Uh, at the, so, I, I originally wasn't going to go after the Zubat. I was trying to mine this mineral thing. And then a Geodude popped out of the mineral thing, and then the Zubat got involved. I'm like, are you... You can fight multiple Pokemon at once. Mm-hmm. Um, I fought like, four then-
1: Parises at a time in that in that grove you were talking about...
2: Oh damn! Yeah, I got gangbanged by Drifloon at some point, and that Whoa. was not fun.
0: With them using confusion on me multiple times. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I, I'm not saying it's exceeding my expectations because I really want to see more. I think I'm actually about to go to the next region, right now. So, and I haven't even explored all of the first region, um, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So that means some cool revisiting stuff. I I kind of wish like instead of lowing level Mons it, like it would level out based on how you're doing. I don't know if it actually does that. I, I don't think it does, though. Um, like, it's certain areas are just going to be lower level than, than what you have. Um, I think that's what the alphas I, are for, because at a certain point, like, they become, you know, normal to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, I'm i really enjoying my time. Like, it, it, it just, it, it has that sense of adventure. And I'm really, like, I remember the speculation was that, oh, is this going to be pokemon of the wild and open world i'm really glad it's not open world playing this now and it's more just like basically you know a big not park but like effectively a big park um that you just kind of wander around in any almost any direction and it's really big with a variety of pokemon both past generation and new generation like it's just heaven to me like that's that's awesome i don't care and i i like maybe it's the neurons in my brain like tick you know, to catch this amount of Pokemon, I love that it, it tells you on the top of the corner when you need something. Catch this amount of, uh, or f- see, have it use Aqua Jet this amount of times and stuff like that. You know, I I like that stuff. I I like the little call that. Now, are, are there things I wish they could do more? Absolutely. I, like this is just to me, this is just a blueprint. But for what's presented in front of me, as uh, this game, I I couldn't. Like, could I ask for more? Yeah. But right now, I'm enjoying my time, and I can easily see myself just getting lost just looking for shit this mining like the gameplay loop go out catch pokemon mine shit craft shit report back repeat and i like that so far the loop is doing it for me um i don't even necessarily care about the main story that's whatever to me right now Uh, i just i just like you know um uh doing other stuff but i will say the inclusion of that boss fight i did not expect it to go that way like that's talk about a uh, a refreshing way to like spice it up without you know changing too much about what what it means to play Pokemon. Like I thought that was like I was mm-hmm. I was not expecting that. It was it was really refreshing. Um. Uh. Yeah. Um. I, I Well, I think we'll report back more in the next couple weeks. Um. I'm starting to see people like post. But I at this point I, I care about spoilers, but I'm like at this point I don't care. Like if somebody tells me oh this Pokemon's in here I just don't know. I just don't want to know where certain things are like i won't tell you guys where the mossy rock is i won't tell y'all where i found that cave because y'all gotta find that shit um you know so uh, but it's like that like that like that like
3: yeah what of Mouth gets me
0: hyped
1: at least like yeah exactly
0: this cave is. just like and i don't even know how far it goes but like it was like it was like like, it's just it's just there and like it just feels like like, it just feels like there's no like there are bears i did go to the end of the map out for one section and there's a level 40 uh for bunnery, just just standing there, mm-hmm. and there's a. It's creepy is that there's a fog, effect, uh, whatever, uh, furry furry monster, furry bait. Yeah. Um. There's a fog effect so that big, hits in, big bunny lady, and, and there's a uh you all you see when you turn around, all you see is this demon eyes, uh, ready to kick your ass. Like, okay, I'm I'm gonna get out of here. Step um, with me, little punny mom. No, I'm not. I'm not into that again. I'd <laughs> rather take the Pokemon porn drawers and the Pokemon YouTubers at this point though. Uh, so well, you you'll be
1: back there later once you learn defog.
0: Yes. Um, any other thoughts on Legend of Arceus, guys? Um, I think we all have a variety of opinions, which I think is healthy. You mm-hmm. know, both.
1: I mean, I'll have more later. Like, there's a ton of, like, quality of life things that I just wish were there. Like, it makes it feel dated. But I I need more time with the game to really formulate my thoughts on a lot of those things. Um, the, the one last thing I want to say is I don't know if it was, like, the mood I was in when I started playing or what, but. Um, I have been nicknaming all of my Pokemon mean names. Because <laughs> so I really bad. like, like, one of the one of the little things, you said, you know, you can make your Pokemon evolve whenever you want. You can also change their moves whenever you want. Like, they never really stop learning anything. Um, you can go into the moves li- move list and, like, swap them out as needed um, in That's a menu, so good, which is yeah. great. But you can also uh, rename them at any time. So, like, yeah. you know, in the past, you would choose a name whenever you catch them. And then... The only time you'd be able to change is by going to the move namer or, or whatever it's called um, but here, here like yeah, here like when you catch them it doesn't pull up a nickname screen or anything It doesn't do anything you can just keep moving like i've I've thrown up multiple pokeballs at the same time and like caught 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 <laughs> um but you can like just go into the menu and you know change their names or whatever. So like as I've been evolving my team, I've been changing their names to like reflect you know the new, uh, the new evolution. Um, but they're all mean names. Um, like of course my bedouf is uh, uh, fat dummy because that's what I always name him.
0: Why are you um, so mean? Because Bidoof is stupid. Bidoof, um, leave him alone.
1: And uh, because He's just of his to live. Uh, because of his these are these are the main ones I remember. Because of his Pokedex entry, I named Drifloon, uh, Pedofloon. Wow. <laughs> because he takes kids. Come on. Um, and, uh, Starly is Starlame. Oh that, god. That's the the last one I remember right now. Because my team's been, so you know, in flux a little bit lately. So um, I'm bad. original.
2: No. I named my Oshawott Revolver because Revolver Oshawott. Nice.
1: Um, no I did just remember another one uh because you know with with um diamond I'm doing it all after friends like they're very you know cool names um this one I still of course got a shanks like first thing um but I named it stinks and then it evolved <laughs> and i I renamed it to suxio <laughs> sucksray yep uh, that's the that's gonna be the next one so yeah I don't know I just <sighs> I had a random thought to make all mean names once I found out that you could rename them
0: and i'm just sticking with it cuz that's the theme <laughs> so so mean okay and any Tyler, any other last thoughts on legends of arceus or arceus legends arceus um
2: it's still pretty early for me to say anything more that i already have so stay tuned for any further thoughts uh in the next coming weeks or so
0: all right there you go so let us know what you guys think of legend of arceus i think for the most part, I at least on my timeline feed, it's just been overwhelming possibility. With the mix of like, yeah, it looks like shit, but I'm having fun.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, so I think that's I mean, I mean, that says it all. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will be discussing the news. So sit back, everybody, uh, and we'll be back momentarily. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another... New segment of the charge Shot Games Cast. All right, so let's go ahead and kick it off um, with the uh, wow, you guys. Um, let's see. Uh, is it the EA? We're talking about the EA thing, right? Yeah, because the last thing we yeah. talked about was Star like, Wars. So okay, so for any Star Wars, going to Star Wars. Uh, apparently, Respawn Entertainment, uh, the people behind the beloved Titanfall game. Um, titanfall series rather mostly titanfall 2 uh they're going to be coming out with a star wars game uh electronic arts and uh lucas films are joining force to continue deviling the all-new world classic game experience set with on beloved star wars galaxy respawn entertainment is best known for their work on Apex 6 legends oh yeah that game too titanfall and star wars oh yeah they did do fall in order i forgot about that yeah they did that one uh i played that one and i forgot that it is leading the development and production of these next of these new projects Vincent Pella, Group General Manager and founder of Respawn, will oversee the new phase of the EA Spaceship Lucasfilm, building Respawn's award winning history in game development and expertise in telling compelling Star Wars stories. So, pretty much, this is basically they are. Respawn's making more Star Wars games, and more of them probably will be. I mean, all I hear every time I, see on, I go on Twitter is that the fact that Jedi Fallen Order 2 is going to be. Re- like, info is going to be released soon, and that's been going on for like nine months now. <laughs> I mean, it's coming. To, they confirm
1: one of those projects
0: is well, *Order too. Yeah. Um,
1: and then the others, uh, like basically, no information. Uh,
0: they have there's... to do a Mandalorian game, right? I feel like they missed. Like, like I feel like one of them has to be. Yeah, a it would make sense. Game.
1: Well, there's. I'll, I'll take over here. There's a first-person shooter game, um, which could possibly be like a you know bounty hunter, like a like a. Uh, I think of like the Star Wars Bounty Hunter game that was on GameCube. Um, something like that, but first person or possibly just another Battlefront. Um, and then the third one is a strategy game um, with the newly formed Bit Reactor. Uh, co-produced by Respawn. Um, but Bit Bit Reactor is the main studio and I've never heard of them, but I guess they're new. Um, so I can't have, has there been like a I'm thinking, like, a top-down, like, you know, RTS. Is there no, been the, only
2: game that, the only game that comes to mind is the weird chess game uh, from A New Hope. They actually made a game around that.
1: Oh. Yeah, okay. I mean, I think it could be cool to kind of give, like, the, um... The... Crap. Blizzard RTS thing, um... With aliens and stuff. StarCraft? Yeah. To give, like, the StarCraft uh, formula to Star Wars. Like, I think that could work well,
0: but. I guess. So, So, yeah, it sounds like like these
1: aren't all, like, hands on being developed by Respawn. Um, They are, like, directly making the uh, new Jedi series game. Um, And then the first person shooter. Um, and the third title, they're just overseeing and like helping produce. Makes a little more sense. To, to have one studio making three games would be a lot. But then again, it's EA. I'm sure there's Crunch.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, no, definitely. Well, show, show me Fallen Order 2, because I was immediately impressed with the first one that, that yeah. I got to finally play it. Um, if that's not coming out like this year, I'll be surprised. Yeah, we'll see. Um... Well shout some More stalling Star- through the cracks. More uh, more Star Wars games. Um, considering we didn't get much during this initial phase. Mm-hmm. Now nah, but hey, better late than never, I guess. Um, alright. Uh, so moving on to the next one. Uh, a little bit more serious this time. Uh, so I'm gonna, uh, so just bear with me people. Uh, one of Final Fantasy's top Final Fantasy fourteen's top streamer says she might have to flee to the Ukraine. Um so, for those of you don't know, and choose not to keep up with the news, I don't blame you, but right now, currently, Russian troops are massed alongside Ukraine's border, uh, and there's a long, uh, I'm pretty, I remember, uh, the Ukraine was part of the USSR at one point, and so, like, nothing's happened yet, but basically, like, I think even President Biden has said, that I think they're ready to deploy, like f- like, 1,400 troops or something like that, ready to go, so tensions are high. Um, and uh, so, just, just be aware that the, it's the thing that's happening. Um, and I figured, you know, like we should, we should yeah, talk about this how it affects somebody who actually lives in the Ukraine. Um, and I apologize for the pronunciation because I know um, I pronounce it as Kiev because that's how K I E V, that's how it was pronounced under the capital when it was under Soviet Union. And now they've changed it to K Y I V. So, I don't know how to pronounce this. So I will be pronouncing it as Kiev. If anybody has the correct pronunciation, please tell me so and I will properly pronounce it. Um, but, uh, one of the biggest content creators for so the critically acclaimed MMO Final Fantasy 14 warned her audience that she might have to leave her home if Ukraine comes under attack from Russia. Zeppelin is a Final Fantasy 14 streamer and YouTuber who grew up in the United States, but not lives in, uh, Kiev in the Ukraine during a stream. Last week, she took a break from Final Fantasy to discuss the news about Russian troops gathering at the border between the two countries. To those point, points, she brought up a map to the two countries explaining that Russia and Ukraine have, been, have engaged in various conflicts for a long time, including the war in Donbass, which has been going on for eight years. Uh, here in Kiev, people haven't felt the conflict... Uh, have felt, haven't felt like the conflict moved further west Zeppa said now Zepa said that she's concerned that the soldiers gathering at the border could launch an attack that could affect her at any moment this isn't a sudden aggression, we've had aggression and now it's different, now people here everywhere I live are actually scared because of the buildup of troops all along the border so it's a military alliance with Belarus um, there's also a clip uh and then of course they play um, the the White House the speaker uh, is basically saying that Russia could attack Ukraine at any moment it hasn't happened yet thankfully um it says seven is taking all the students and to be ready to leave unfortunately because she has pets it's not as simple as packing the bags Ukraine's considered a high uh, risk uh for dogs she said this means that there's a lot of extra paperwork we need to do and there's very sort of time to be done to get the dogs out of the ukraine into the united states um and basically she apologizes for you know fee mongering and stuff like that um at this point, it feels like there are enough fish, uh, there are enough official sources to say an attack could be imminent. Like legitimate, respectable government sources saying that this is something I need to prepare for. If something does happen, I need to up and leave on a very short notice. I'm panicking here, and something uh, depending on something on social media. You have at least some background, some context for what is happening. Um, so far, as says, she doesn't know exactly where she'll go in case of an attack on Kiev, but she is trying to prepare for the worst. Uh, and basically, she's prepping now so um, I wanted to bring this up just because of like I don't know how much in the gaming community because I know a lot of you know quote unquote gamers don't really pay attention to worldwide events and I have always been the person to believe that everybody should be aware of worldwide events whether how ugly they may be and that sometimes those gaming events sometimes those events can intercede with people in uh, our community, and it's something they should be aware of because this is—that's a big deal. That's uh, uh, Russia could be, you know, crossing that border because that's basically inviting the United States as well as any other uh, European country, uh, Western Euro- European country, to basically go in and basically try to stop Russia. It's—it's—it's it's, it's scary right now, but hopefully, uh, this particular streamer, she—if if anything happens, she and her pets can get out of okay. Yeah,
1: I've only heard about this because the recent uh, Biden speech um after after there was a q and a and a lot of the reporters were kind of um giving him a hard time for dragging his feet on this whole conflict, which is i mean totally fair they should right um but it's i mean it's a weird one because like it's really not about games it's just about one streamer um right. but it's still an important topic, and you don't really think about like the real lives of these people right. Um, exactly like when they're not you know streaming a video game in a fantasy world like you know trying to entertain people it's like there's still real stuff going on um and like you said it's important to uh to make people aware of this news because it could affect us
0: right i mean um like you could go from having
1: not even known there was people at the border to suddenly like you know u.s is joining ukraine in a war
0: exactly um and, or like, you know, like people, like obviously the, there was the, 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 huge volcano that happened in the Alatonga a couple, like two weeks ago that decimated that island, you know, that like that, you know, I guarantee there are people on, who are on Twitch don't know. And like, I, I personally want to you not like all the time, but you know, bring when when it's appropriate real life world events to, to the show, not make it about it, but you know, it, it mm-hmm. is important to be aware of stuff like that. And that like, you know, what would you do? Like all of a sudden, like, um, if. It, like obviously, I'm I'm next to Mexico. Not that Mexico is uh, any problems, but obviously there's cartels and shit like that. Like that's like that's that's a problem. That's I'm not close to that, but like you know, it, it's it's something to be aw- it's something to be aware of. Like sometimes sometimes us in the United States or even North America in general, with some of our Canadian listeners, like it's kind of hard to think about like another country attacking you. Like of course we all witnessed 9 11. We were very young, but even then that like nothing like that has happened since. Uh, thankfully nothing like that has happened since, but like sometimes it's it kind of puts everything in perspective of like just how dangerous things can be and like even a person and we're all affected by it. And we should be aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um okay. So sorry about that guys, but I just felt like that was important to bring up. Um so going on to that, so going from kind of a bit of a bit of a whiplash. Um uh this is also kind of serious, but more so definitely in the gaming sphere of things. Um, there is a Dark Souls 3 exploit that could let hackers take control of your entire computer. Um, so this is, like, I don't know if this has been resolved. There hasn't been an update on this article. So, um, other than that, the according to the, on the 23rd, that the servers uh, were shut down. They actually tweeted about that. Um, a dangerous remote code execution RC or a RCE exploit from, found Dark Souls 3 could be laid back to take control of your computer, according to a report from Dextero. The vulnerability only puts PC gamers who play online at risk and would potentially affect Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, and the upcoming Elden Ring since I'm assuming they all use the same servers or uh, servers for various Dark Souls games have since been shut down in response. The exploit uh, was seen in action during uh, the Grim Sleeper's Twitch channel uh, and the industry of the Grim Sleeper uh, game crashes and the robotic voice begins belonging to Microsoft text speech generator suddenly starts criticizing his gameplay. The Grim Sleeper then reports that the Microsoft PowerShell opened by itself a sign that a hacker used the program to run a script that triggered the text-to-speech feature. That is terrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah. However, Your computer this... just started talking to you? Jesus. Uh, okay. Yeah. However, this likely wasn't a malicious hacker. A screenshot posted on – I mean I feel like anybody who's hacking a person's personal computer is malicious. Um, honestly, that's just my opinion. Uh, the Speed Souls dark- Discord may reveal hackers' actual intentions. According to the post, the hacker knew about the vulnerability and intended to contact Dark Souls developer from Software about the issues. He reportedly he was reportedly ignored, so started using the hack on streamers to draw the attention from. I feel like you know maybe maybe doing that is not a good thing. That's just me, you know. Especially maybe he didn't talk to talk to, talk to them. Um, uh, but if a bad actor discovers this problem first, the outcome could have been much worse. RCE one of the, one of the most dangerous vulnerabilities, as noted by Capers. Uh, Kaspersky, uh, it allows hackers to malicious code on their victim's computer, causing irreparable damage, potentially stealing sensitive information while they're at it. Uh, Blue Sentinel, a community made anti cheat mod for Dark Souls 3, has been since been patched to protect against the RCE vulnerability. Uh, in a post on the subreddit, a user explains that hopefully only four people know how to execute the RCE key hack, two of which are Blue Sentinel developers and the other two people who worked on it, possibly referring to individuals who helped uncover the issue. Uh, representative for Bantanamco, a publisher, commented on the Reddit post. Stating that thank you very much for the ping. A report to this topic was submitted to the relevant internal teams earlier. The information was very much appreciated. The Verge uh, reached out to Bandai echo with a request to comment, but um, I didn't immediately hear back. Um, so yeah, that's I I personally I like okay I get it you want about the hacking and you're thinking like hacking like a a uh, a, a like a, a high profile Dark Souls streamer I I don't know like if they don't know about it that's gonna that's gonna fuck with them um, I feel like that's a little too messed up like i guess it gets your point across but the the fact that this is even a thing it reminds me of the uh when capcom put a rootkit in street fighter 5 um you know that it, it very reminds me of that like this is that's just that's oh, just yeah. terrifying that's just terrifying i mean i will say like as as much
1: as it um sucks to be hacked like even you know for uh for innocent reasons like it did work i mean they finally responded and you know fixed the the underlying issue so like if some you know good guy hacker has to go out there and force the developers to pay attention that's better than someone bad
0: i guess getting to it first yeah i guess um so you go and i'm sure you know
1: you'd reach out to the streamer after the fact which granted you could have teamed up beforehand but yeah, you know, so, reached that's... out to the streamer after the fact and been like, you know, hey, sorry I used your platform, but thanks for helping me get the word out. And then they both grow because I mean, this guy's getting
0: put in all these posts. Yeah. There you go. So a little bit of a little bit of a uh, little bit of darkness, and then you get a bit of light. Uh, and now we got a, a mascot platformer coming back. Um, Cow the kangaroo. K O. KO I'm going to say Cow just to annoy you Cow the Kangaroo the mascot platformer oh, first, seen decades, um, first seen two decades first seen two decades ago in the Sega Dreamcast I had a Sega Dreamcast I don't remember this this fucking weirdo uh, is well, returning excited for a, yeah is returning for a reboot on all major platforms this summer watch the announcement there's a trailer Punchy Kangaroo uh, KO <laughs> will again navigate colorful worlds clad in boxing gloves that can be imbued with various abilities, coin collecting is a must, of course. And developers at Tate Multimedia are promising challenging combat with unique boss battles. Naturally, it's a family-friendly game that Tate says will have an engaging story. Um, and then there's some stills here, which it looks looks fine. Actually, really, you know what it does, and it looks a lot like Crash Four. Yep. Like it kind of like, does. Like it really <laughs> looks a lot like. Now that I'm looking at them closely, and I don't yep. think that's a bad thing. That's a good thing. Um, but it, this is a budget-ass platformer, I guarantee yeah. you. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the trailer now. Um,
2: it's definitely going to be better than the Bubsy reboots, but well, then again, anything is.
0: Yeah, so so this 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 weirdo, was a Dreamcast game? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he was originally
2: on the Dreamcast. There were two um, of them. I even... only know about this game because a uh, YouTuber called Nitro Rad did reviews on it for mm. both of the games. Okay.
0: They're on
1: Steam, apparently, the originals.
0: Oh really? Okay.
1: Yeah, I linked them
2: uh,
0: after this trailer came out. I saw. Yeah. Um, I mean, it looks fine. Like for a budget, it definitely looks fine. God, it's really It's really. It's 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 just. Is it just crash? But just another Australian mammal? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Was that like? The, and he's punchy the, instead of spinny. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's fine. Um, presentation looks good. Um you know hey it if it like if it runs well on all platforms, it's great, you know nothing wrong with having more 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 um mascot platformers uh it's
1: probably Sega trying to get out on the mascot platform uh trend
0: this isn't and this it just Sega. didn't work <laughs> yeah uh this isn't Sega what Dreamcast that's not... not okay,
1: I'm not saying oh. Sega made it, but like. Bruh they wanted their own mascot they had so, they, so they like they, a studio put out this
0: game for the dreamcast all right i'm shutting you down um so there you go this 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 i guess uh, like i'm gonna say it right now forgettable uh mascot platformer from the early 2000s is coming back and hey who knows maybe this will be the revelations of these but why does it look so close to crash that's like not even graphically, the boxes and and the climbing. There's a lot of like, let's just say, crashing. Heck, and the, the grinding from Crash Four is
2: also in this game, from what I've seen in the trailer. Jesus, well, hey, as long you
1: as you mean it's... the grinding from Ratchet and Clank.
2: Uh, f- yeah, flattery. that too. Flattery is the uh, deepest uh, imitation. Act- actually, no, you're wrong, Justin. The grinding from Sonic Adventure Two. There you
0: go. There you go. Uh... SA Two came out in yeah, right. That came out first. Yes, it did. to the King. The grinding
1: um, from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, now nah, I can't beat that one. Um, okay, so going from that to a uh, fan mod. Um, I mostly Resident put this e- in
1: here for you because I thought you'd want to
0: play. It. Oh, I've been aware. Yeah, I've been aware of this. Um, Resident Evil hey, Four HD mod? Fan Project, eight years in the making, finally has a release date. Um... So, the fan project is just being developed by just for two people, which will, which will rebuild Resident Evil 4 from the ground up based on the 2014 Ultimate HD version. Each texture has essentially been scaled up to up to 8 to 16 times original resolution and redrawn from there. Uh, brand new trailer detailing The features of 1.0 uh, has been released according to this. Uh, and uh, I think it has the trailer here. I'm just going to go ahead and play the trailer. Because um, yeah, okay. uh, I actually have not seen it. Um, and whole... Like um, I think Max played a version of this, maybe not as fi- as finalized, but Jesus, it's like it makes me yeah. want. Like I don't want it to happen, but it makes me wonder when it when it gets released, when Capcom's gonna drop the the, the guillotine, because like obviously we know they're working on their own Resident Evil Four remake, and like. And people are very protective of this game, me included. Um, mm-hmm. And like, are are they going to want something out there that essentially a lot of people will happily? I mean, grant it's not a full game. You probably still have to own a copy. Yeah, you of have Resident to own 04. the game, and this just so it's not like you're pirating the game. But the fact that it's enhancing it so much—that's where the legal gray. That's where the gray water is. Like, I mean,
1: I could I mean, honestly see them saying like, "Ours is a because you know they're not Nintendo." I could see them saying, ours is a remake, it's a, you know, new take on the game, and then, like, officially, uh, not necessarily release, but, like, officially, uh, condone, I guess, this version as a remaster if you don't want, like, you know, play both, maybe. Um, because they did that with, like, the, what was it, the, um... Mega Man Anniversary or whatever, they did that fan game, the yeah. Mega Man vs. Street Fighter thing.
0: Yeah, they, yeah. Oh, yeah like, Fire, they Fire notoriously game. worked with fans before. Yeah. The difference is though, Mega Man wasn't doing anything and meanwhile, sure. Cap, RE is like one of their big, especially with like even, you can say 6 even, 5, 4 even, yeah. like it's one of their well, When they just big... had Resident
1: Evil VR and like yeah. you know, it's, it's 4 has been prominent lately
0: yeah exactly um, god this is like, Jesus. Jesus Jesus this is the this is the only RE game I don't own on Steam other, besides the new ones I might really? have to yeah I, I just never I Hedgehog have platform. it on three other platforms so like you know I might as well complete it so I have every single RE this game on this is the Sonic the Hedgehog one of Resident Evil games everyone no, I don't, has I don't multiple of it. copies of it <laughs> I mean, pretty. Why not? It's the one of the best video games ever fucking made, and these people just made it look even better. And they did it. Not only did they do this in the main game, they did it to Assignment Ada, which is the, the the side story. You get with Ada Wong,
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, like, like Jesus Christ. I wonder how big the the file is gonna be. Cause like, did they add classic camera angles to
1: Ashley's stuff, or was that already a thing?
0: That was actually a thing, and I they might have added because in in, a, in the Japanese version of RE4, that's still a thing. Um, okay. The the yeah, it's just in the American version, you know, they pussy out and be like, no, we can't remind them. They don't want to be reminded of the of the camera angles. It's too hard. The Americans gotcha. are bitches. So yeah, it's it's possible that they just took the code from there, and it was it might already be in there. They just put it yeah. in there normally. So. I will say, there
1: is a benefit to have this and a remake. Because, like, you know, as great as this looks, like, compared to the original, obviously the characters look better than, like, the models or the the, um, environments in a lot of times, just because, like, you can add more texture to the or add more, um, like, bump mapping and stuff to the models. Whereas, you can, like, you can only do so much to change up the environments um, that are essentially, like, stretched... Things over fairly smooth, like kind of weird uh, polygons. So, like, it's, it, there's still going to be some of that, you know, sharp edges and stuff on the landscapes. They don't look amazing still. They're they're resed GameCube yeah. textures. It's but the models look amazing. so
0: much you can do. There's right. always so much you can do. And but so, like, it's... a remake, you can completely redo all of
1: that new yeah. environments and everything. And make and Ada. And this is Wong just a really looks... good version
0: of, you know, Resident Evil yeah. 4. And make Ada Wong look even sexier.
2: <laughs> and
1: Leon.
0: Leon's yeah, um
2: That's the whole reason this mod even exists. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> make make Ada and Leon even sexier. It actually All just right. started as a as
1: a porn thing, and they're like, well we I mean we have these models. We might as well Yeah. We might as
2: well just remake the game. This isn't the beach, this is a bathtub.
0: Hey, hey, are you working on those Leon on those Ada new <laughs> mods? No, I'm retexturing the entire game. Oh okay, I'll help you out <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Alright, there you go. So, that that's cool. Um, Alright, so this might be... This will be a quick one. Um, uh, but they officially announced that Mortal Kombat, the 2020 movie will... 2021 movie, excuse me, will be getting a sequel! Uh, and it'll be written by the Moon Knight scribe, Jeremy Slater. Um, so, yeah! Uh, we all wondered how it was going to be considered. It wasn't... Critically, it wasn't received well. I mean, like, we definitely had problems with it but overall i think it was a good time question mark but new line officially confirms uh, is getting back into the fighting stance on the sequel for mortal kombat the action uh, adventure film based on the um uh video game uh of course I said jeremy slater is going to write mortal kombat 2 uh what's crazy though and i i don't understand twitter is that like i didn't find out about this news so six hours later when like i don't understand how it wasn't trending how do people, my people do not know about this? I love Mortal Kombat, whatever. Um, Slater was the head writer on the Marvel Disney Plus, which stars Oscar Isaac, of course. Um, and uh, uh, after the series first season, Peter is also right to direct the, okay, don't care about that. So yeah, th- this is pretty much, they greenlit, greenlit Mortal Kombat 2. It's officially happening, um, and... Uh, uh, by the way, this is also the guy that developed
1: the Umbrella Academy. I don't want to have that go unnoticed.
3: Because oh, yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. know how good,
1: how Moon Knight is yet, but we know how good yeah. Umbrella Academy was. It's one of, is. The, one of Netflix's special. Where's season
0: three? Damn it! I need to know what happened! It's
1: coming this year. I think summertime.
0: Uh, I hate I hate you, Netflix. I hate you so much, and you're going to raise my prices, but I won't cancel you because I'm a late bitch. Um, yeah. Okay, quick runabout. What's a character you want to see proper Mortal Kombat 2? Go, Justin. Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm trying to think of who wasn't there already.
1: Um, that I like. Probably I wanna see like a like a new kid. Like let's let's bring in Kinshi and his son. Takeda Takeda. Takeda, yeah.
0: Okay. That's that's cool. like have you know
1: older older Kinshi. Like already kind of established as like a friend of Raiden or something. And he
0: has to be played by Keanu Reeves. Nah, they still won't have the budget to afford Keanu <laughs> I mean Keanu's done worse. True. True. Okay, maybe you're right. That would be cool for Ken Reeves to play Kenji. Tyler, yeah. What's the character? It uh, what, wasn't Mortal Kombat one that you'd like to see come back in Mortal Kombat two. Ermac.
1: Hmm. Mm.
0: That is that is a very good one. That is a very very. Let's get good Kenji
2: one. versus Ermac.
0: I mean, That'd be cool. It's a canon battle too. Yeah. Let's go. Do y'all do I have to say mine? Y'all know who I won in fucking Mortal Kombat two. He wasn't in the game, but y'all know who I want. I want rain. Give me rain. Give me, give me the the, the half sun, half demigod son of Argus. Give me purple pain, purple. Pain. Give me that. Just give me rain. I I will. I will. All that glitters is gold, bitch. If if rain is in MK two, I will go on every single rating system and give it ten out of ten, and I'll just put <laughs> because rain. That is it. If you put Rain in this movie, yes. I love Rain that much. I don't care. The movie could suck. The movie could reveal that, uh, what's the new guy's name? Um, oh, God. Samuel? Uh, Cole, Cole That it could reveal that Cole is actually the son of Shao Kahn and, you know, that stupid family No, he's the shit. son of Scorpion. Right, never mind. Or that they could reveal <laughs> that, uh, no, man. that, that Scor- Cole... Scorpion and Shao Kahn could be secret lovers. Or that, or like they're their brothers, and that he's the nephew of Shao Kahn, and he's destined to rule out. They could do all the dumb shit, but if I see Somehow rain he's G- a Palpatine? Exactly. I could, all you to do is see Rain do this, and I'm like, 10 out of 10, best movie. Best movie. It's Rain. It has Rain. It could be five minutes, and it's just. Uh,
1: for audio listeners, he just did the, 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 the rain, rain pose. pose. The
0: rain pose. You if know that what wasn't it is. clear. Rain wins. Alright, there you go. So, yeah, Mortal Kombat 2. Let us know who you want in Mortal Kombat 2. And, uh, there you go. Um, what else do we got be next? A quick one. Uh, it was, it was relatively quick. Um, Microsoft is making uh, its Xbox subscriptions more flexible after the UK regulator steps in. Um, and of course, uh, Microsoft basically, uh, um, the UK's Competition and Markets Authority, the CMA, has secured undertakings with Microsoft that will improve accidental renewals for Xbox Live or Xbox Game Pass subscriptions. Uh, Microsoft agreed to offer refunds to Xbox subscribers that are on a recurring 12-month subscription and even cancel inactive memberships if customers are remembered, are reminded how to stop payments and still continue to not use the membership. The CMA identified a number of concerns around Microsoft's auto new subscription and the Xbox Maker uh, has agreed to address them with the following improvements. Better upfront information, Microsoft will provide more transparent upfront information to help customers understand their Xbox membership, making clear example that subscription will auto-renew unless the customer turns off auto-renew, when the subscription will auto-renew, how much it will cost, and the customer can receive a refund after an accident auto-accident renewal. Refunds, Microsoft will contact existing customers on recurring 12-month contracts and will give them the option to end their contract and claim a pro-radar refund. Inactive memberships, Microsoft will also contact existing customers who haven't used their memberships for a long time but are still paying. These customers will be reminded how to stop payments and to continue to not use their memberships. Microsoft will ultimately stop making further, stop taking further payments. That's actually really neat. Mm -hmm. Um, Better information about price increases, Microsoft will also get clear notifications of any future, future price increases and will ensure people know how to off turn off auto renewal if they don't want to pay for the higher price. These rumors won't be limited to the UK either. Changes to inactive subscriptions were initially brought in the UK and will be available globally soon, um, says Microsoft spokesman to a statement of The Verge. The CMA also wants other companies to follow up Microsoft's changes and ensure customers are aware of auto renewals and don't end up paying for services they're no longer using. Um, Microsoft's subscription services are key to companies overall, you know, like basically their Game Pass thing, so they don't want... So there you go um i think that's that's actually like really cool um yeah. i mean like um the, like the, i i think the best part is the fact that like if you don't use it you don't think about it like they'll just stop taking it because like okay this person's clearly not using the the this our system anymore or our program so we'll just stop charging the card which is like that you never hear that at all
1: Yeah, I mean Microsoft continuing to be customer facing, even though this
0: was forced on them. But you know, hey, sometimes you gotta force uh, things to uh, things to happen. But sticking with Xbox, <laughs> they're reportedly working on a Monster Hunter like exclusive with the uh, Halo Infinite co developer, um, and they're, it's codenamed Project Suerte with hot, with uh, certain affinity. Uh, reported first by journalist Jeff Grubb and backed by Windows Central, the new game has reportedly been in development since 2020 and is slated for either 2023 or 2024. According to Grubb, Microsoft actively courted developers for a game like Monster Hunter after signing Capcom series to be too expensive to add to Game Pass. So that's why it was removed. Um, hmm. uh, other details remains under wraps. Certain Affinity has worked previously as a support studio on the Halo and Call of Duty series. And it's particularly, especially for multiplayer projects, given that Monster Hunter is built somewhat around co-op, boss battles, and team to fit. Last year, certain Infinity announced that it was working on an ambitious new game. Today, we're excited to reveal that we're leading development on a new original IP. Read a statement at time. Are we excited to take on a new genre and style of game that we've always loved? Throw beyond worlds. So, obviously, Monster Hunter is proven, especially with the rise of Monster Hunter World, and, of course, even more so with Monster Hunter Rise on both Nintendo Switch and PC. The rise My- of Monster Hunter Rise um Microsoft sees this as uh as a way of like hey we want some of that money too. And you know, hey, I I there's there, I mean you have I think Epic has their version of Monster Hunter. I I think it's called Dauntless um yeah. which low I likes a lot. So I think there's room for another you know Monster Hunter game as long as it looks cool.
3: Yeah.
0: I wonder if that's going to be the new Breath of the Wild
1: thing. Like, you know, now Pokémon's kind of get Pokémon really isn't like Monster Hunter, but like This is the closest that the series has gotten to a Monster Hunter style thing. Yeah. Um, Just like, you know, everything seemed to try to to ape Breath of the Wild while also doing its own thing um, after that proved to be successful. It's like Monster Hunter finally found its genre that people are imitating.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, like, there's nothing wrong. Like, You know, you you make shit, you build shit, you go kill big shit, you make shit again. It's a good good, uh, game uh, recycle program recycle program really been actually i feel like that sounds a lot better than uh, gameplay loop recycle program get in on that no that's that's
1: a totally different thing
0: that's like it, it's I'm gonna environmentalist gonna make, um so i
1: know link. i know like they had to do this on purpose but <laughs> i was like chuckling to myself during this article because it says certain affinity has worked previously as a support studio on the halo and call of duty series and has a particular specialty for multiplayer projects they they couldn't just say a certain affinity for multiplayer projects. <laughs> uh,
0: somebody will, somebody doesn't always have the right well,
3: words
1: you do, my boy. No, I'm just like, like, they probably couldn't, because it would have been confusing, but it's like um. they had to find another set of words that mean the same thing, so they chose particular specialty, which is
0: just not great. I have a particular specialty of
2: <laughs> skills.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright, uh, going back to Mortal Kombat, uh, Ed Boone will be inducted into the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences Hall of Fame this year. As part of twentieth, yeah. as part of the annual Dice Awards, uh, Boone will join Bethesda's Todd Tower and attend to Shigeru Miyamoto, know, Fal's Gabe Newell, Xbox's Bonnie Ross, and other industry legends in the Hall of Fame. The awards given to game creators who have been instrumental in the development of highly influential games and in moving a particular genre forward. Uh, and of course, obviously talks about uh, how he and John Tobias co-created Mortal Combat, and that pretty much gave us the ESRB, um, but has become a staple uh, fighting game firmament over the, over eleven mainland installments. Boom went on to create NetherRealm Studios, which added uh, obviously the Injustice games. Um, and the it says we are thrilled to have Ed introduce our Hall of Fame. From this early work, our pinball machines, uh, early work on pinball machines, his monumental achievements, co-created the Mortal Kombat franchise. Ed's dedication and perseverance to the craft and art of games has been left incredibly legacy for fans. I was just like, it's crazy, like how, like that one, this one little game, Mortal Kombat, that was supposed to be a bloodsport game. Has become, like, a cultural phenomenon and, like, you know, mm-hmm. totally deserved for Ed Boon. Yeah, um, right up there, you know? I'm kind of surprised he yeah, wasn't already yet. in the Hall of Fame. But I guess
1: with, like, the yeah, names right? they listed,
0: he's definitely not, like, higher than any of them. No, for sure. I feel like those names are, like, bigger, but, like, when you talk about important people behind, like, a game, like, Mortal Kombat's definitely, you know, one of them. Yeah. Like, in you know, a lot of ways, yes, Ed Boon since, is the uh, face this... of fighting games. Uh US fighting games if you want to talk about that. Yeah. No, sure. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say. But Japanese. I mean think
1: of another like creator that is known for fighting games in the same way.
0: Um Yoshinori Ono for Capcom for the longest time.
2: Okay. There Fair. you go. Uh Katsuhiro Harada uh, for, for Tekken. T-
0: for, oh, that guy yeah, and he's a he's a, like he's a meme at this point, so Don't ask me for shit. Yeah. Um not so much as a name, but like the the creator for Guilty Gear, Daisuke, uh Daisuke Ishiwatari, is a giga chad. Yeah, he's literally, like, an altor. He actually wrote, tr- like, wrote wrote the music, like, did code for the first game and everything. So there are, like, like there are some people out there, like, the Street Fighter 2 devs, you don't hear about the Miserable from Capcom well, because they all left to make, uh-huh. um, what was it? What was it, Ty? What did they leave? Fatal there? Fury. Um, what was it? You cut out. Uh... No
2: wait, that was Street Fighter One, where it was Fatal Fury. I think they moved on to—I uh, forgot what they moved on to actually.
3: Uh, yeah, they, probably
0: Art of Fighting. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, exactly. S and K, like a lot of those guys left over there, so like, um, you know, you don't hear about them as much. So, um, you know, obviously, um, so there you go. But it definitely, Ed, in terms of American fighting games, like yeah, because like besides, yeah, killers, Ed's the guy. Yeah, there you know, Ed's it. Because I can't think of, like, like, Rare was just, like, a whole team that just happened to make Killer Instinct. Uh-huh. Um, they had people behind it, but, like, you know, obviously it's somebody I couldn't put a face to. Uh, it's kind of fitting just... that
2: uh, he's inter- indoctrinated on this year, the 30th anniversary of Mortal Kombat, so that all lines up pretty well. Is is DICE, like, uh, the Game Awards where they have
1: announcements and stuff, too?
0: No. No, it's just like okay. a war. It's just like I was gonna say.
1: I feel like they would time that
0: with a Mortal Kombat 12 announcement. No, but... no, we'll get it at the most random time now. Um, yeah. So from so uh, te- speaking of teasing shit, uh, Square Enix teases even more Final Fantasy 7 spinoffs, um, according to Tsunemura. In addition to uh, Final Fantasy 7 Ever Crisis, which hits mobile later this year, Nomura said the uh, release of Final Fantasy 7 Remake in 2020 it was prompted even more FF7 projects as spotted uh, by Siliconera. Councilman made a statement regarding the original, the game's original 25th anniversary release, which I believe that's today in Japan 25 years ago. uh, Final Fantasy VII was released. Thank you for more Tifa Lockhart art, both good (laughs) and not safe for work. Um... uh, And played during an Italian Senate. Exactly. Um... Yeah, so there's a whole like message about the 25th anniversary. I feel like, you know what? Next week, let's talk about Final the 20, let's let's celebrate the 25th anniversary of Final Fantasy 7. So, let's hold any thoughts here sure. and let's just kind of talk about like how Why to, not just the 35th anniversary of Final Fantasy itself? There you go. There you go. Thank you, Justin. Dude, this is why you're the man in the chair and you're you're the boss. I just pay for shit. I'm the Tony Stark of the team. He's the <laughs> Captain America. He's the soul. Uh, I wouldn't Don't. be here without does that make me? Uh you're Hulk. Um nice. So there you go. <laughs> You're a hot um, guy. No, that's worse. What? <laughs> um uh... I'm just, so, he doesn't I have an, an angry Aaron bone Hawkeye. in his body, so, so uh, he'd he, be surprised. I've seen him at work; he does. I've seen oh, it. Okay. Um, so uh, yeah, next okay. Next week we'll talk about the 35th anniversary of the Final Fantasy franchise. We'll talk about our favorite games, our favorite moments, our favorite characters. Uh, there you go. So there you go. We have a topic for next week. Tyler, do me a favor Great. and write that down for me, please. Thank you. All right, let's go ahead and move on. So more Final Seven projects. I just hope it doesn't interfere with. Whatever remake two is coming yeah, out. Yeah, and... hopefully
2: it doesn't. It doesn't become like the mid two thousands where there was like seven projects everywhere and everyone
0: was getting tired of it. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that, that yeah, you don't want to overburn it. Like you know, just, just you know, just speaking we of, don't
2: want another? We don't want another of uh, Cerberus. Yeah. No.
1: Um. Speaking of, if if we get a hankering for another watch along, um, Final Fantasy: okay. of The Spirits Within is on HBO. No. No.
0: And I've been No I've been kinda I, wanting to watch it again. You can you and I will not participate. You and somebody else can participate in Ta- that. <ty-tļ> I tyler. refuse. Says the guy that pitched Dragon Ball Evolution for a watch long for yeah. uh, Z- that movie's chat. not boring though. <laughs> Final Fantasy Spirits and Inn is just boring as fuck. And the only saving grace is, 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 is the main character played by Ming Na Wen. That is his only saving grace if we're going to watch a Final Fantasy movie it's Advent Children come on dog that one um, sucks. I thought that you were going to go are you kidding alright we're taking this to Twitter and I guarantee you're going to fucking lose <laughs> you know you're, you're wrong in I this mean they're sentence.
1: both bad movies but at least Spirits Within is original
0: Advent at Children makes no sense Advent Children kicks ass though. you're telling me I'd rather watch Sephiroth and Cloud fight in the sky I don't give a shit if it doesn't make sense in the context of the game it looks fucking sick um, it doesn't make sense in the context of itself who cares? It looks cool. That was the whole purpose of the damn movie. It looks cool. You will remember more stuff from Final Fantasy VII Advent Children than you will no. Spirits Within. Um, we're taking this to Twitter, and you're going to see your ass get beat in the quarter retweets. All right, there you go. Um, I mean, just because move.
1: other people agree with you doesn't mean that I'm not right of my own opinion on a thing that... Like, I'm not saying universally it sucks. I'm just saying I don't like it. It's it I'm just I'm just gonna prove a point
0: that like you're in but the But I do
1: remember more from Spirits Within than I do Advent Children because I was just oh, a yes. mess of wow. sword fights. You are you are
0: in the very <laughs> minor minority, buddy. To Twitter! Okay. Uh, alright, alright. Let's go ahead and move on to the last bit of news, which is dropped fucking today as we were just talking about acquisitions. Um Sony is officially buying Bungie for three point six. Billion dollars, holy shit! Billion. Um, yeah, so uh, I think I need to say this right away. And somebody, I saw this. Somebody said this on Twitter. Like, if anybody who thinks this is a response to Microsoft buying Blizzard, no, because these kind of fucking deals don't happen in two fucking weeks. They've probably been talking about this for like years at this point. So, um, you know, like, uh, and obviously, uh, Sony and. Uh, Bungie, since the start of the PS4 with Destiny, have been really close, anyways. So they already had a relationship. So um, let's see. After uh, Sony Interactive today, uh, like they announced a deal for three point six billion. After the deal closes, Bungie will be an independent subsidiary of SIE, run by a board of directors consisting of current CEO and chairman Peter Parsons and the rest of the studio's current management team. Sony has said Bungie will remain a multi- this is the weirdest part. Sony has said Bungie will remain a multi-platform studio with the option to self-publish and reach players wherever they choose to play. At present, the studio is working on maintaining Destiny 2, expanding Destiny 2 franchise, and working on a new IP. We've had a strong partnership with Bungie since the inception of Destiny franchise, and I couldn't be more thrilled to officially welcome to the studio PlayStation says CEO Jim Ryan. This is an important step in our strategy to expand and reach the PlayStation to a much wider audience. We understand how vital Bungie's community is to the studio and look forward to supporting them as they remain independent and continue to grow. Like Bungie, our community is the core to places DNA and our shared. Yeah, this is more to speak. Um, uh, the deal caps off of massive of January. I was talking about you know the whole acquisition of uh, Microsoft and uh, Activision Blizzard. Um, this would be the second time Bungie has been bought by a platform holder. Of course, Microsoft acquired them back in the year 2000, securing the exclusive rights for Halo back in 2001. Bungie would gain independence uh, after Halo Three launched in two thousand seven. So, I I find the whole it will they will remain a multi platform studio despite being bought out by Sony. I find that the most interesting out of this entire deal. I mean that's
1: that's how ex, that's how Microsoft has been with all of their acquisitions. They basically say that like the studios are free to decide whether they want to make something. Uh, Multi platform or not, and we'll you know we might ask them to make exclusive games, but like anything that they've been known to make, will continue to stay multi platform. Which is the same thing this is saying. Destiny isn't going to leave you know PC and Xbox, but like whatever new IP they're making is probably going to be an exclusive. True. That's that's all that means. It it just oh it is funny though that um Bungie you know made their deal with Activision. Right. Activision is now owned by Microsoft. And Bungie is owned by
2: Sony. Sony, yeah. It's feels. a weird web that we're finding ourselves. It, in. It just yeah. feels
0: like, like, because it's again, and even they, they said this in the article, like they have, and I said this, they have, they've had that special relationship with Sony since Destiny launched. Like that was the whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. not, not that Destiny was exclusive, but PlayStation. It had like just a year
1: ex- exclusivity, I think, didn't it?
0: Not maybe. Or there was it, like it, there was some special was con- content that was yeah, like PlayStation only. They definitely got content. Yeah, there was first. special content. Thomas could probably tell us. He's you know he's been there since day fucking one. Um, I but think he's like, playing it right now. Yeah, but like they they ha- that, that that relationship has been there. So outside of creating new IP for them, I just find it odd, like an odd choice to to buy them when you're not gonna you know like that's all. It's just a puzzling buyment when like why buy them when they were not even making games for other studios. It's just, it's just like. I can't wrap my head around that for some reason. If you want to grab that new IP, I'd imagine. I guess.
1: And anything they might make in the future, they would still have control. I mean, Bungie's a good git. Like, you know, back in the Halo days, like, that was, I mean, that was Microsoft's saving grace. Like, Halo saved the Xbox. Um, So when they went independent, it's like, well, crap, now we need someone else to, you know, make Halo and it wasn't the same and blah, blah, blah. Um, so grabbing Bungie, like the studio known for like stellar first person shooters, that's something that Sony's kinda struggled with. Like that's not a department they really excel at. That's more Microsoft's thing. Um they had Killzone for a while, but that hasn't really been a thing anymore. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe people, Bungie's those... gonna make a new Killzone.
0: And then and those <laughs> well, those people are now work making Horizon their bigger hit. Yeah. Um so um I but think Sony I was... could do
1: with like a hit, you know, original
0: IP uh shooter game to kind of rival Halo. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess I don't feel like they need to do that though. Um cuz like they don't need to. No, but
3: it, I mean, you bring in Bungie somewhere...
0: to do that, like for sure. It would be interesting what they do. Uh cuz we won't know anything what this deal pertains to like what for at least several years. Because obviously they're still going to pump out Destiny 2 stuff. I'm, I'm actually not surprised. I'm surprised we haven't heard anything about like a Destiny 3. Um, you know because Thomas doesn't really talk to me about Destiny. Because I have no idea what the fuck is going on with that game. Outside of the moon falling or some stupid shit like that.
1: I think last I read was they were working on Destiny 3. And they decided to just keep supporting 2 instead. With the content that they were prepping for 3. Um, and that uh, Destiny 3 is, is going Tom to be a um, like a further out thing now. I don't know for sure though.
0: Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, there you go. Let us know what your thoughts on Bungie being bought by Sony. There you go. So now we're gonna uh, move on to our topic of the night, which is basically uh, basically continuing our discussion of Pokemon Arceus, and seemingly we don't really know what the future of Pokemon is, but a lot of people are speculating that like they want this to be. The future um, and that like um, you know like like what, it, what is the next evolution of Pokemon especially when you have a game like Arceus out there which has from user score, critical reception uh, criticisms aside has received a lot of praise for it's refreshing gameplay um, where do you guys see Pokemon going do you think they revert back to the tried and true, eight gems, fight the elite four, you know, complete the decks, you know, standard linear world, maybe a couple big sections, but that's it. Or do you think they continue to go down this path of the Arceus model and just modify it as we go further on? Oh, I thought
1: I don't know if you're going around the table again. Um, um open open mic. I see. I see kind of a, a multifold approach. I was going to say twofold, but it's probably more than two. I haven't decided yet. Um, so they've pretty much been calling this like Gen 8.5. Um, like it's obviously not the next mainline game, but it is a mainline game um, with like, you know, they've shown new forms, new evolutions, things like that. Like there's new Pokemon in the game. Um, so, I mean, it's a little bit more than just like a Gen 8 game, even though it still technically is... But then it's also, like, tied into Gen 4 and stuff like that. But, like, they have this Pokemon Legends moniker now. Which seems to be separate from the mainline. Um, the fact that, like, Pokemon Legends is its own logo and then Arceus comes in like as kind of a subtitle makes me think we're gonna get more of these. Like, this is kind of gonna be their, um, their branding for spinoff titles that are still, like, substantial entries. As opposed to, like, you know, Pokemon Snap that's clearly just a a side game, um, and honestly, I would be okay if they continued doing these experimental titles and let someone else handle the next mainline, with you know, with their support, like the team making Pokemon and things like that. But I almost guarantee that Game Freak is already working on Gen Nine, and this was just kind of a placeholder uh, to introduce, you know, some new stuff. Some ideas they're they're shifting around in this new engine, um, and then it'll be a fully like kind of I w- I don't want to say traditional, but more traditional injury next time, where it does have this more open world and like you know towns are are um, fewer and more far between and everything, but like obviously it's not going to be a, a feudal area like it's going to be another you know a new region again um so i think it'll be a blend between this and sword and shield that had like the wild areas between towns and stuff but i unfortunately don't think they have any interest in going back to the you know tra- quote-unquote traditional style of like you you know you have your um like your starter town you you know go town to town um do puzzles and and dungeons and that kind of thing throughout um which was the stuff i loved the most about pokemon i think they've realized that like they can get away with just having a big open world with you know living things in it and not have to build as much um (laughs) this is gonna sound very bitter of me but not build as much content in that world um maybe still have gem leaders of you know of some form even if it's like uh more like how gen 7 did it with kind of a you know a non-traditional uh gym structure um and maybe have like puzzles involved in the gems. um i thought the stuff that they did in gen 8 was pretty lackluster like you know the way those uh those gym challenges worked there wasn't really much to any of them um I I could see more of those kind of puzzle rooms like in the, you know, Gen 4 remakes, like the classic stuff. Um, But I don't think we'll get, like, navigating a a team hideout or, like, you know, complex multi-level caves with uh, with, like, HM puzzles like, you know, strength, like block moving with strength or, you know, sliding on ice, that kind of thing. Um, I think it'll be more of, like, a free flowing, like, Skyrim structure of maybe some branching paths with items to find. But not so um, structured with, like, trainers at random intervals and, um, and like, you know, puzzles to navigate to find your way out. Things like that. Um, it'll be more like the that cave you randomly found in Arceus. Where there's just things out there that you can find and there's cool, you know, optional things in there. But, like, it's all just up to you to explore. Because that's what pretty much all games are now. Um and that's why I thought gen four was so or the gen four remakes were so refreshing because it brought back some of that classic stuff that we don't see anymore um but I just don't see game Freak doing that um what I'd like to see is kind of a i guess a blend of the two things um because I do genuinely like a lot of the way like the kind of more you know free flowing combat and Pokemon catching stuff works in Arceus. Um, I think they could very easily keep that system and just apply it to a more traditional structure of, you know, you have your starting town. You go down the routes. um, The routes are more open, kind of like combining the wild area with the towns. So it's just more free flowing rather than having to, like, have a fade out and a loading screen and go in. Because um, I, al- I also don't think we're going to get this next gen of Pokemon on the Switch. I think it would be a next gen thing. Um But, I mean, I might be wrong, because clearly this engine is building towards something. Like, they want to get, uh you know, they want to get feedback on the next thing they're already making, probably. Um But they also want to put out yearly Pokemon games for some reason. So Gen 9 would probably be like holiday next year at the earliest. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm speculating a lot of things, but um, finish going around, there's actually, like, I, I wanted to specifically talk about, like, um, a spin off game I think would be really cool that's, you know, also, like, different from Pokemon in general. Um, but I don't want to, like, take all the floor time so I can talk about that after we've all shared our thoughts.
0: Tyler? Um...
2: What I see them doing for like future installments, like obviously Arceus is going to do well. It's Pokemon. It's going to sell well no matter what, even if people uh, online complain about it, uh, kind of like what we did last night. But what I see them doing is uh, they're probably just going to take what they've been doing with uh, Arceus and uh, probably improving some things, obviously um, probably making it look better, maybe releasing like, a new version of it kind of like uh, kind of like what they did with uh, older games with like uh, Redux versions like mm. Emerald or Crystal or whatever. Uh, yeah, I honestly don't see them doing anything different than uh, what they're doing right now. If it works, then they'll just keep doing it. That's mm-hmm. pretty much how Pokemon games have been for like since its inception. Like if it ain't broke, don't fix it, I guess. But...
1: And also if it is broke...
2: It's whatever. It's still gonna sell like hotcakes. Kids are dumb; they'll buy anything. But yeah, I really don't really know what to expect from the franchise other than what we've been seeing so far. Uh, aside from like the odd spinoffs, but you know, those are usually random and uh, always up in the air. So who knows? Uh, I'm
0: neutrally optimistic. I will. I would say. Uh, for me, um, I honestly, like, as much as I enjoy Sword, I feel like Antunes was here, I was one of the only people who actually enjoyed that game, uh, at least to as extent as I did. Um, I wouldn't miss if they don't do the gym shit and stuff like that. I think the RC should be the blue point going forward and just improving upon that system. Um, you know, maybe make it more, just more nuanced, I guess. Um, and, um... You know, try to re- try to and, and this honestly feels fresh and stuff like that. And I don't like. Obviously, I think it'd be easy for me to go back and play, like, say, one of the classic games. And also, but I don't know if it would if it would be easy for me to play a new game, like uh, the whatever the Gen 9's gonna be. If they go back to say your roots, your, your your start, like that stuff. If they go back to that, I don't know if I would be interested. If it's not Arceus, like I'm, I'm putting my flag down. On that, Like, if it isn't an Arceus-type game, then I'm just not going to be interested in it because this, to me, is much more compelling. Um, again, I don't mind older games because that's how they are and that's what I, what I remember and I don't want those to change. But for newer stuff, you know, like, I, I, I want this formula. I want this to become the mainline. Um, I think the biggest complaint people make with those older games is the stagnation. It's been the same shit for... Since the beginning, you know, obviously you had some improvements, you know, obviously like that, and, you know, obviously the invention of the, like, there's been some things in, in each, in each, either remake or a new game that, like, adds a new thing to it to make it somewhat realized, but at the end of the day, it still feels structurally the same, and, um, while RC is structurally is still the same, catch them all, but it's Pokemon's tagline, its presentation is what makes it feel different to me, so, um... That's so that's what I'm going with. I just want them to stick with Arceus and just completely rip the bandaid off, just no more of that shit. Maybe, you know, figure out some way to incorporate some of the older stuff because you don't want to alienate too much too much. Um, you know, but um you know, keep the keep but keep like they have something here and I, I want them to continue that and unfortunately the sad thing is and the shitty thing is that Game Freak is notorious for not continuing shit or dropping shit uh, from game to game that doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. So who knows. But I, I'm not saying I'm optimistic for Pokemon's future. Um but if they if they do a Pokemon Gen nine game where it's just like Sword and Shield, I think a lot of people are gonna be disappointed. Like a lot of people. Um and yep. so I don't know if it'll be like I'm not saying I'll join the Pokemon idiot YouTubers out there who just hate their own franchise, but I'll be like, Alright, you know, I don't I don't need to play that. That's fine. I you know, that's but that's me. But let's go back to Justin. Uh, do you have your thought ready for
3: sir?
1: Yeah. Um, so, like I said, pretty much all I've been playing this past week is Civ Six and Pokemon Arceus. And there's actually some similarities between the two, um, believe it or not, like with the resource gathering and just, you know, collecting your, like, multiples of uh, Pokemon uh, to use in battle, kind of like, you know, building your troops or whatever. And it got me thinking about how... Interesting, it would be to have an actual, like, kind of real-time strategy-style Pokemon game. Um, we sort of got that once with the Pokemon Conquest
2: game on, what was that, DS? With 3DS? Yeah, it was DS, the Nobunaga's Ambition crossover.
1: Yeah. Um, but that was more, like, kind of Fire emblem i um, I'm thinking more actual, like, uh, like, you know, Civ style, where um, you're still taking on, like gym leaders essentially but they are set up um like their own civilizations so like kind of the you know the leader of the civilization is the gym leader and you have to get into their territory and fight their pokemon troops on the way to get to like the you know quote-unquote base um where like the hard like the hardest um troops are located and take them down but it would be a little bit more than just like point and click to make them attack um, you would actually have a few different attacks for each Pokemon, and you'd be able to take weaknesses into account. So, like, where Civ has, you know, anti-calvary, melee, range, that kind of thing, um, you would kind of have Pokemon filling those tropes. Um, but it would be like, you know, fire is good against whatever, water is good against whatever. Um, and then they might each have, like a uh, like, a class type thing, where, you know, one has, like, I'm picturing probably a two to three attack system. Um, probably not four moves for each one. Cause that's a lot. Um, but each one has like a, you know, ranged uh, melee support, like kind of some, you know, some collection of those things, like an anti air specifically for like, uh, like flying Pokemon, that kind of thing. And um, there would still be wilds around the field that you can go grab. Um, like in Civ, there's a system where, uh, if you land on the same spot as, like, a, an enemy civilization's, like, um, builder, for example, which are the ones that, like, make improvements around, you, uh, bring them into your civilization so you, like, steal their citizen, essentially. Um, and you can, uh, there's also, like, barbarian camps around the field that you take out, um, because if they get too strong, they become, like, city states. So I'm picturing kind of, like, you know, similar to how uh, Arceus does it where the Pokemon are just all out in the field and you can, you know, run into them and catch them or fight them or whatever, run away from them. Um, There would be similar systems here where like, they're just out on the, like the grid. um, And as you like unveil the fog of war, you find the Pokemon and can, you know, go into the system of fighting them, catching them, whatever. Um, And they kind of join your, you know, your army in that case. Um, And then there's some that are more uh, for just building up your, like your town, like kind of, you know, you figure your starter town, like you bring it from, um, from a a little town to like a big, like Unova style, modern cityscape. Um, And you fill it with like a, you know, Pokemon Center, a Mart, um, maybe have a gym of your own. That's like kind of a, you know, fortified defense type thing. Um, against the you know the other trainers that are trying to get into your home um like i'm i'm adding probably more to it than i need but i'm just i'm picturing the idea of like a strategy game with pokemon in it um and each you know the the ones like it's probably not a huge list of ones available um maybe you have like a like a breeder location and that breeder can like kind of uh specialize in different types of Pokemon. So like you can't have all of them. <laughs> um, you have to kind of focus in like what your uh your home builds or whatever. Um but the point of all this is to say that like I I want to see a future where Pokemon gets weird. Um, like we can have our main line that kind of plays it more safe. Uh you know maybe does ditch the gems. Uh if it if it has a story more closer to like gen five that's a game where like i didn't care about the gyms at all because i just wanted to know more about the story and i i really liked the that gen's collection of pokemon but um i was guided by like the conflict of everything um and the gyms were just there because like that's what pokemon is like you fight the gyms you get to the elite four but the story was actually good if they can do a good story we don't yeah. really need the gems. They're almost like a like a side
0: note. Um, sorry, good Pokemon story. That's fun. That's funny. That's real funny. I mean, Gen what's the
1: story, Mark? Gen five does have a good story though. Um, for a Pokemon game at the very right, least like yeah. I'm saying, by Pokemon standards, it's good.
0: Low bar, low bar, low bar. And sure, drop it across.
1: Um, but if they can do a good story like that, like still, you know, fairly kid focused, but like with some mature themes, they don't, they don't need the rest because the story can keep you going on like whatever, you know, other side quest thing you're doing. Um, uh, with Arceus so far, I don't really care about the story. So like the grind doesn't quite, you know, hook me. Uh maybe it gets better. I don't know. But like, I'm just saying if this is the, uh, the basis of what they're doing, from here on put a good story in there and nothing else like everyone already likes catching pokemon and you know fighting them against each other and things like that
2: (laughs) well you would if you were good at it um i'm good at battling (laughs) i just suck at catching things because it's rng fair
1: uh less rng now though because they're all out on the field and you can like just throw balls at them until you catch them um, True. The catch rates seem to be a lot better. But yeah, the, we can have that, but I want to see more spin-off stuff. Like Pokemon Unite is actually a really cool example um, that isn't quite like the strategy thing that I'm talking about, but it has that same idea of like, you know, you choose who you bring in and like they have special skills that, you know, do various things in battle against the others. And like, that's kind of what I'm thinking with like multiplayer support and stuff, but just on a l- larger scale, like... Uh, strategy game element um but you know have Pokemon unite fill the the MOBA gap and Pokemon snap as its own kind of side thing, and you know whatever else like the puzzle games out there pokemon go like that stuff is a good start, but like let's get more of these kind of experimental games on a on a larger like main uh main console platform. Um, rather than just kind of being like budget mobile tie-ins or the odd thing like Pokemon Conquest that kind of came and went and no one really played. Um, Like we used to get some of that stuff, like the Mystery Dungeon series and that kind of thing, Um, but it seemed to kind of die with handhelds and that's a shame. I want to see Pokemon get weird again.
0: I mean, they they did just remake one of the Mystery Dungeon games like a year or two ago. Yeah, that's yeah, a remake though. That's safe. Still, it's a thing.
3: Yeah,
0: the Pokemon has no interest in being weird. Like they, they don't really have to. That's the thing. That's the thing. It I know. From, some, from like you know, it's I, I, like as like admirable. Um, at, like just seeing from like like from another another like industry where like if you have nothing that really touches you, that's just still gonna make money. Why? Tr- I
2: unfortunately
0: God I hate you. Yeah. yeah, Pokemon is the base definition of safe RPG. I hate you, Vince McMahon. I fucking hate you. Anyways, um, sorry, um, just well stagnation, same shit every year. I'm gonna buy it anyways because I'm a bitch. There you go. Um, so it sounds cool, but I I will I will um, physically disarm my arm on stream if Pokemon ever makes a weird Pokemon game. There you go. That's how sure of. I know it. Will, it won't Pokemon
2: teaming up for workaholics.
0: Let's go. <laughs> let's get weird. Pikachu mm-hmm. runs for senate. <laughs> it runs for Italian <laughs> stuff. There you go.
1: Yeah, that that was that was my idea. That's all I got. Okay,
0: there you go. So, what are your weird Pokemon ideas out there, and what do you think is the future for the series? Um, uh, all right, I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap up shop this is a good one again next week we'll be talking about the 35th anniversary of Final Fantasy Final Fantasy in general not just 7 even though 7 is the best one um and mm, uh, debatable. uh very debatable not not debatable um it's definitely the most
1: uh, run into the ground one
0: that, that's because the they don't like 6 um yeah <laughs> look what they did to 4 uh anyways um and 10 and 13 give me the pixel remaster Um, Yeah, seriously, I need to stream that shit Um, Justin! Uh Fuck your stuff, please Uh, I'm not doing anything Um, You can catch me
1: on Twitter Twitch, YouTube, all those places uh, Mostly for legacy content Uh, I haven't really felt like making any videos or anything Lately, I'm kind of in a funk But um, I am streaming Um, Oh, you can find me at ZeroScore For the record, I I didn't say that I am streaming Thursday nights uh, Finishing up Super Metroid this week um, Compeller High Water. <laughs> and then, hopefully next week, starting Metroid Dread with Ben. Um, I will say that until Let's it happens. Go.
0: Bum, bum, bum.
1: And that'll yeah. be really fun. Um, when I, when I did my recorded run, I thought I was going to be like, you know, I'd finish it like a week before we start, so it'd be fresh in my mind. Um, but I've just kind of been sitting on the, uh, the final boss. Cause I don't want to do it again. <laughs>
2: that guy's hard. Get yourself a big, tall glass to get good and just gulp it all down. I mean, I, I'm good at it. I just don't want to do it. It's Ty- Tyler. Yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at HeyItSatThai. Check the pinned tweet to take you to my YouTube channel, home of Tyrus Shoes Reviews, where I review old-ass fighting games for your pleasure. Also, in my Twitter, you can find both of the codes for uh, adding me on Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. If you want to play me at children's card games, you can go ahead and do just that. <laughs> He's real good, though. Don't do it. But do, though. It's fun. If you want to get bodied. It's fun to get bodied. I've gotten bodied plenty of times on
0: online. You guys are good. It's fun uh-huh. to get bodied. That's the point. Uh, t- And you can Maybe. follow me at twitter.com slash marvelloussiggy. I will post anime art on your timeline. Not safe for work and safe for work. You follow me at your discretion. Uh, I also stream live at Twitch.tv says E2M4. Typically four times a week, but starting hopefully next week, five five times. God, okay, here we go. Gotta be power through power five times um, exactly. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all at six p.m. Central Standard Time. We beat the Mass Effect trilogy, and that was a goddamn tearful goodbye. I legit cried. On that stream multiple times. This is never, never is an easy to say about those characters and that ending. Congrats on that, my dude. Um, so, yeah, eight months in the making, so go join that. Uh, I have officially announced that uh, the next game we will be playing on Sunday in, in anticipation of the newest The Batman movie coming out. I'll be streaming both The Batman Telltale and Batman The Telltale sequel, which I can't remember its name. Um, I have both of them, so I will be streaming that uh and i think i'm uh, i think i'm aiming to be the biggest asshole batman that i can be i'm leaning towards <laughs> that right now um and we'll see i may just chicken out and be a bitch and be like you oh, know i'm just gonna be batman uh and of course tuesday playing the outer worlds this coming wednesday by the time this episode's out it's already happened but this coming wednesday is my birthday uh and um Woo! uh last year i me and tyler played a wait out because i was off for like fucking two weeks. This year, uh, I'm going it solo this time. Uh, I thought about doing something, but I was like, it's a weekday, so can't really do anything with everybody because everybody's got shit. I don't want to bother people. So I will be streaming my f- one of my favorite games of all time. A game that actually came out like two days after I was born in like 1994. Um, so two, day- two days and four years. Uh, Sonic 3 and Knuckles. I will be streaming Sonic 3 and Knuckles uh, on my Sega Genesis Mini with my Sega Genesis controller. So there you go. Uh, it was either that or Mega Man X, and I figured, well, I haven't streamed Sonic in a while, so let, let's do Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Um, Sonic 3 is the best one. Don't at me. And, uh, and of course, go to Charger.com for this episode, as well as the wrestling show I do with Thomas, which has always been fun. Check our Twitter account for the polls, and you decide what we watch and whether we, me and Thomas are going to make each other suffer for that week. And, of course, Cinema Shot, as Tyler said. Those are really fun. We just recorded Broly the Legendary Super Saiyan today, which is a lot of fun to go down to. Um, that's a good day, everybody. Uh, we'll be back next week talking about the 35th anniversary of Final, Final, Final Fantasy. Uh, until next time, guys. Final Fantasy. Until next time. Stay charged.
3: Poop.